This episode of Speak Between the Lines is brought to you in part by Sweet Health and Kayani. If you're tired of energy drinks that pick you up only to have you crash a few hours later, looking to lower your risk of diabetes or high blood pressure, or just looking to get healthy and supplement your diet, visit sweethealth.kayani.com to check out the dietary supplements that will give you the nutrition you need, reduce inflammation, and enhance your body's ability to perform during exercise. Again, that's sweethealth.kayani.com. The link will be in the description. Speak Between the Lines podcast. The shit that's uncool to talk about, we make cool to listen to. All right, man. Speak Between the Lines podcast, episode 53. We are back in the building. Young Rez. Join with J-Rock. And normally we would introduce this gentleman, but because he's been a regular, uh, I guess, well, I, should, I would say a repeater podcaster. I'm going to let you go ahead and introduce yourself. Mr. D. Wood, back in the building. I appreciate the invite, guys. Thank you for having me out. You're well, welcome back. You're always so calm. You know, so polite. Yeah, just, just D. Woods. It's a, it's a, it's no, a, it's back in the thing. Mr. Yeah. D. Woods, I'm Mr. back D. Woods. again. Every time I come out here, y'all bring me for an energetic podcast, so I can't spend all the energy up front. You know, I got to save that for a little bit. I got you. I got you. Wait, what was the first two? First one was Drake, Drake and Pusha T. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The second was MGK and Eminem. That was button now. That was button. Button was a part, but you, you took over. Did we switch over? It, we started. Wait, it, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay, cool. So we got a lot of shit to get into then. Uh, so when's the loss is gonna be short, like a 60 second edition? Uh, cause I'm pretty sure we're gonna be on this episode topic for a minute. So mm-hmm. Jay, you wanna kick us off? All right. So my win, a British version is. Uh, I'm working on health, working on lose weight. First couple weeks of the year, I've lost five pounds already. Okay, Good for okay, you, man. Okay, Good okay, for you. Okay. So you made that uh, resolution, what, last week? Yeah. Well, shit, you already on pace. Yeah, man. What's your secret? Eating healthy. Mm. Cutting out uh, sodas and just eating clean. Clean eating. That's where it's at, bro. Hmm. I wonder if I should. Go ahead. I don't know. The one if you should what? I don't know because I'm I'm eating clean, but it's like I'm being forced to eat clean by my wife and by my church. So I feel pressure. You feel pressure to be healthy? Yes. Yeah. I feel I feel peer pressure to maintain my health. Are you? The doctor ain't told you you got no something crazy. That's pressure. <laughs> Touche. Yeah, niggas just telling you to eat healthy at church and your wife. That ain't that ain't pressure. Mm. Right. Wait till the doctor tell you some shit. That's hey, pressure. If you don't eat healthy, you know. <laughs> When you put things in their perspective, <laughs> all right, yeah. So I feel good. Then. All right, that's what's up. Was that yet? No, it was on you. Was oh, on okay, you. Uh, I got to win too. Um, last week on last episode, I told y'all I was breaking into IT, so I've been kind of doing some research on like different courses, and I actually found a website called Udemy um, through an advertisement on YouTube. But mm. they have classes on there. And they actually have like a huge discount. It's like ninety five percent off of their classes. So like a class that would usually cost two hundred dollars is only ten bucks. Nick. Oh wow! Yeah, so That's yeah, a huge so difference. Ring, ring the bell for yeah. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah, so I I um put a few in my cart that I'm going to buy tonight. But like I'm spending like ninety dollars on like serious classes, but the cart is like worth at least two grand. Is it all online yeah. classes or that's what's yeah. up? That's yeah, online classes. It breaks down everything. It gives you like labs, how to pass certifications, like all this shit, the whole nine. Nice. So yeah, I thought that was a huge win. Shit, 2019 on off to a good right. start. Shit, I ain't playing. I ain't fucking with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> all 
Damn, I can't hear shit. I'm taking shit out. Yeah, okay, I was about to say. You. Yeah. Um, no, my win uh, more or less was uh, getting a. You know, you ever have to go to a wedding that you don't want to go to, but All then the you're time. happy that you went. Nah. No. You've never gone to a wedding where the ties turned and it just worked out. It was like, oh, this was great. Nah, man. Because once I tell myself I don't want to go, I, I ruin that for the whole wedding. Like I already told myself I don't want to be mm, here. Gotcha. So yeah. there's weddings I, I'm okay to be at, and there's weddings that's like y'all cool. Like <laughs> you, you almost have to pay me to be here. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> I, I understand. So about six months ago, I was told about this wedding. I did not want to go. Uh, I pretty much was like, why are we going all the way to Atlanta for a wedding? You don't like going to weddings. I, I just don't like weddings. Wedding. I really don't. You told us about this. You don't like going to weddings. I, I don't. I don't like going to weddings. Um, but but you want niggas to be at your shit, though. Right. I mean, kind of. <laughs> I don't like going like, to weddings. No, no, real I don't time. like going to weddings. No, though. I mean, listen, listen, listen. We are not going to, we are not going to stretch out this wins and loss. We'll, we'll handle that at a different time. But my guest list ain't that big. Okay. So I'm just saying, I don't know if I want niggas to come <laughs> to my wedding. But, um, but yeah, so we, we went to Atlanta over the weekend, uh, went to a wedding. Uh, it was first class. Boy, that man almost lost his life. See what happens when you try to talk to strangers? We'll talk about that later, too. Um, we went to a wedding where, uh, you know, one of my wife's uh, good friends got married. And it was cool because they had money. And you could see they had money. Like, we, they got married. We walked out the, ven- the venue uh, into the whole, I guess, what do you call the break between the marriage b- before the reception? I forgot what it's called. But whatever that is, where they're supposed to entertain you. Yeah. They had actual ballerina dancers. They had this girl in this freaking circle thing in the middle of the floor, like doing flips. Like, oh, that's dope. It was dope. They had. That's dope as hell. They open bar, month, like, this next rich. So once I actually got there, I was like, oh, this shit is dope. So that was a what good was win for me. A short wins and lost segment? Yeah. I'm sorry, but, go ahead. But then y'all started asking me all this random shit. Mm. And his segment's the longest one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, that typically does happen though. I don't know why. Maybe it's me. Go ahead. No, nah, finish the story. You can just leave the story though. Well, that was it. I was happy. Okay. That was it. Oh, yeah, no. don't try I to drag like, it out. I feel, I feel like he's going to go into some real like, shit. Yeah, yeah, they, were, they were dancing <laughs> another floor of that open bar and it just died there? Yeah, I said they were dancing on the floor. They had an open bar and I was happy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That's what's up. Woods, you got anything? Oh, uh, yeah, man. I started a new job today. Hey, I came in the 2019 hot. <laughs> That's what's up, bro. Congratulations yeah, on that. I appreciate shit. that, man. Yeah, man. You think you'll like it? Oh, man. It's, a, it's the same thing I was doing before. Yeah. I switched companies. So I, I left where I was at and then I started working independent just to see what it was like. I wanted to get that taste of just being at home and then handling it yourself. Yeah. And mm-hmm. doing everything. And it's cool. But then I got an opportunity to get further knowledge uh, that they were going to pay me for. And so I was like, yeah, let me go. Yeah, shit, why not? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I'm excited. Yeah, that was that was today. That's what's up. <laughs> that today, man. That's what's up, dude. Damn, that's some real, that's some good Nigga, shit. That's a big yeah. win. Damn, what? That's a big <laughs> win. All right, cool. Two that's a bet. Yeah. Well, I mean, we can. All right, cool. That's gonna roll into what you call the first topic or the only topic. Well, technically it, it rolls into the only topic. Yeah. So um shout out to um is it Jay, how you say his name? Is it Jarrah Sweet Zero Zero? I don't know how he says his name. I want to give him credit, but whatever. Shout out to Alex Sweet for oh. for tweeting this basic 
Question. Uh, <laughs> wow. Besides R. Kelly, who else is at fault? So, for everybody that doesn't know, which I can't believe anybody doesn't know, uh, Lifetime uh, put the full court press on to R. Kelly over the weekend. Uh, they built him up in the very first, what, 10 minutes? Was it even that long? Yeah, made it feel like they were like... I almost forgot what I was watching. Like the first ten minutes, you know, you go in thinking, okay, surviving R. Kelly, which sounds like a tropical storm or a natural disaster, uh, uh, or hurricane. Something. Yeah, <laughs> Hurricane Kelly. And they spend the first ten minutes literally just building this guy up about all the accolades, all the stuff that he's accomplished, and spent the better part of six episodes tearing him apart. Yeah, yeah, rightfully so. Yeah, yeah. so. We're going to get into that today. That's our only topic today. So that's all we're going to be chopping up. And we'll probably attack this from various angles. So I guess it's going off top. What what were y'all initial thoughts uh, when y'all saw this? Or did you see it? Uh, yes, I definitely saw it. Um, I watched all the episodes. I didn't finish all the five because uh, the streaming device I was on started messing up on episode five. Yeah, because I was about to say there's definitely six. Yeah. So... I forgot half of the stuff that happened <clears throat> and I went into it like, okay, I'm a, you know, watch this thing about the P tape, you know, and everything else they brought up. Like when I got done watching, I literally felt down and depressed after just hmm. seeing all that. So I had to go watch Aquaman to make myself feel better. <laughs> it's not a bad pick me up. I, I needed something like okay. Wouldn't have been my first choice, but that movie was trash. <laughs> I'm sorry, oh, go on. You know, we'll, we'll, <laughs> I haven't seen it. I we'll, just... we'll have to talk about that later. But <laughs> Aquaman, it's um, it's a horrible name. For it, it is. It's okay. a horrible name. <laughs> it, it, it was a lot of stuff in there. Okay, a lot of people are involved though. I will say that. Um, I didn't watch all of it. I didn't watch the first one. Uh, that was the heat watched rock. the second one yeah my wife was really into it um, and she was watching it like live but I was upstairs playing Wii Tennis cause it's like mm, <laughs> I'm win? cool on it no I was getting my ass whooped actually mm. yeah I forgot how good I was when I was like really playing it and then we don't touch it for five years Back in and your then prom. like yeah your account is still on pro but your ass is like <laughs> I'm real crazy yeah so um, I watched most of it I watched three through like half of five and I don't know he's trash He's trash. I don't want to give all, all my sentiments just yet because we are going to be doing this for the next at least hour. But yeah. I mean, he's trash. He's yeah. trash. This is what it is. I I, I definitely am team get R. Kelly the fuck out of here. Um, I think I don't think the the general public. I don't think we knew how dirty it was. We knew it was something. I don't know if we knew the gory details to that extent that we know now, and maybe that's why there's this outrage or. I don't know if it's outrage or fake outrage or like, I don't know which side. Cause you know, there's two extremes that are going on right now with this. Mm. Um, the people that are defending him somehow still, even though they're in a very, that's, that's rough. They're that's minor. Hard. I, they're, I haven't seen many people defending him, but maybe I'm not surfing the right websites. Uh, I've only seen a handful of people defending him, but there, there is a contingent for that. Uh, and then pretty much everybody's just like, yo, cancel this nigga. Get him the fuck out of here. Like, fuck his music. Fuck his career. Fuck everything about him. And I'm I'm definitely that team. So that was my thoughts. Okay. Mr. Woods? Nasty. That, that's, that was the most Nasty. that I got from it. Uh, especially for my my age group. 
a, a lot of the people that are watching it that are usually like 30 or below, when when they first see this, they didn't know about the entire case going mm. through it. Uh, main reason I knew was because my mom was heavily involved when it, uh, all his stuff at first came out and I had three older brothers. But the, the rest of the people that are around my age group, this is the first time they're finding out about it. So I'm trying to sit back and watch them learn when I feel like I've known for well over a decade or so. But right. I, I have that mixed Twitter, the one where you were saying you really didn't see that many people trying to argue against it. Right. And I, I want to say it's about 60-40 if I scroll down my timeline. Wow. Really? It's about 60-40, man. Yeah. I wonder if that's, that's a generational thing. Uh, it, the, all the ones that were arguing it yeah. are way older than me. Really? I don't yeah. Think yeah. It's a, yeah. No. Wow. I don't think it's a generational thing. I think that when you when you attach someone, when you attach yourself to someone's music, like R. Kelly, like people... People that listen to R. Kelly in the past, they they were really attached to his music. Like his music has maybe gotten them through a certain part of their life, right? Yeah. And so when you right. do that, it's hard to kind of fathom this person being what the media is portraying him to be, regardless of all the survivors who came out and all this stuff. It's it's hard to do that. So I think that's what it is. It's like, I mean, because we kind of do the same thing with Michael Jackson, right? Like we can't think that Michael Jackson has done done what he did or what he was. Um, Right, accused Alleged, of doing, accused of doing yeah, because yeah. we're so attached to who we see him as. He in made entertainment. Thriller. Made Thriller, he made Beat It, Dirty Diana. So it's like when you do that, it's like oh, it's hard. R. Kelly would never do that. He would never do that. But shit, when you when you think about what he's all like, the type of music he makes, and then yeah. what he's what he's accused of doing, and it's like well, shit, nigga, who are you really singing about? Like you don't see nothing wrong with a little bit, a little bump and grind to who. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, age ain't nothing but a number to who. So, it's like... Yeah, my boy wrote that song. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, so it's like... I, nah, man. Nah, we got to get him up out of here. But, I mean, to D. Wood's side, it's like, even on my timeline, my bad, even on my timeline, it's people who are older than me that are like, man, nah, y'all need stripping, man. R. Kelly wouldn't do nothing like this. Y'all just trying to take him down. So, okay, well, then let's dig into that for a second. What, what are the most common arguments made on his behalf like what are what are people saying the biggest one i see is the race because now the big spirits i see on on my timeline was r kelly everything he did and then they put a picture of hugh hefner he's like do you, you have an old man who was surrounded by young women all his life but it's like it's the stuff that r kelly is doing it's completely well nothing's been said about you have we can't say he's he wasn't about that lifestyle because we don't know i mean that's cool too but i guess on the other side i would ask those people does race really matter in this instant because i mean i have a laundry list of niggas that i want to get the fuck out of here i mean i still want lifetime to go after this nigga harvey weinstein uh kevin spacey i want a documentary on louis ck i want to i want one on birdman i mean if we keep it at 100 all that little wayne shit we heard but even with what you're just saying with the argument that he brought up with race the first three people you mentioned weren't black and that's the same thing that he like that's yeah. what that's what's been the arguments like i don't see y'all doing this about harvey weinstein i don't see y'all doing this specifically with kevin spacey and, right, right so, you know, but I want those two. Right, like but, give me those two too. But what the argument is is like that's why they bring up race because at the same time you can still debate that. And for all the black or all the black people that are going to say you don't do this with white people, I don't, I don't want to get y'all's podcast in trouble. No one's saying this about Russell Simmons. We let him fly you're out the right, country and sold right, out on everything. Right. No one has mentioned Russell Simmons. You're right. No, no one has even talked about how. Well, Russell's black. 
Exactly. But no one brings him up. All the black guys will only bring up Harvey, Kevin, right. Louis C.K., yeah. right? Until you said Birdman, like that, that was what he was saying. Like they're only saying, oh, it's just a black thing. You're just going after him the same way they did Cosby. I got you. Okay, I can respect that to a certain extent, but just because their pigmentation is lighter and we know the system at work doesn't highlight those people doesn't make what R. Kelly did any less gruesome. It doesn't make it right, but it's just saying that if you're black, you'll be convicted of it. Right. But the nigga exactly. no, wasn't, wasn't convicted. I mean, what are you talking about? I mean, but they're, we're still going after him. They're still trying to destroy him. Why right, should so. I'm, I'm not saying that you should not, but the issue is that most people are saying that you only go after black people for things like this. Because the because the president got on Napsey, oh, all his ass too. Play yeah. that, get Grab that nigga pussy. If you got money, they let you do it. Literally the same type of mentality that R. Kelly has, the president has. Yep. The um, but he need to get the fuck out of here. This is too. different though. This is different. Every I don't know what Birdman shit is on, but Harvey Weinstein. I was just talking about the Lil Wayne shit. Like, are we are we talking about sexual assault? just to women or are we talking about sexual assault to people who are under age mm, like anybody that point. you name is anybody point. that Everybody. they mess with under age or do they just use their power to do things or whatever in, in Hollywood Russell Simmons yeah Tiger. Russell Simmons was yeah Tiger Tiger Russell Simmons yeah Jay-Z Jay-Z got a long mm. we will talk about Jay too because we, yeah, we, we can whole, talk about all these people some issues all these people red shirting these 14 15 and 16 year olds until they're 18 like they're college recruiters like we we you just think we believe that you waited until their 18th birthday to right. start messing with them I get that but see there's there's danger in that though because if we focus on one dude and then we start talking about okay what about this person what about this person what about no no we need to keep light on this nigga at least for a little bit like we can have a whole weekend where we're talking about what R. Kelly did, but when you start talking about, well, we need to be talking about this person, talking about this person, that's how shit get washed up, and that's how we start bringing in other conversations, that's how R. Kelly gets out of the picture, because we want to talk about other people and what they did. 100%, 100% agree with that, and that, that goes back to my thing about the race thing, like, the race thing doesn't, doesn't dilute the fact that R. Kelly did that shit, right, so hmm. for people online that are making that argument, like, we don't care, what color R. Kelly is? Anybody doing that shit needs to get the fuck out. We need to we need to excommunicate that nigga from the culture. But I think what with what Ava's saying is on the flip side of the coin of not so much just focusing on him, which ties into the race thing, is you guys don't keep the same energy with everybody. everybody across the board. So right. it's like whenever you find one that you really want to highlight, you stick to them. But then all of a sudden, all these people that have already been out known being accused of this no one really mentions harvey weinstein until bill cosby's case went to trial right he came out everyone was really hot it was a hot button issue for a month then it died yeah. bill, every time bill cosby's case went to trial they found the verdict mm -hmm. they sentenced him then you bring up harvey again then it right, came up all right. over again. same with r kelly no one talks about harvey until surviving r kelly came out so it's like it's not so much that we're trying to dilute it it's right. more so keep the same energy so what the older group is what they're saying is but the other excuse that i saw or depending on how you look at it was if he's hasn't been tried in legal court and since he has and he got off not guilty who are we to try to say that he's guilty now just because there's a lot of people coming out after him because there's a lot of niggas that go to court and get a not guilty verdict and be guilty just because just because you have a jury full of your peers that can be persuaded any number of ways come back with a decision doesn't 
change the the mountains of evidence against a nigga. Yeah, no, nah, it doesn't. And even the case that he was, or even what was, I guess, put on him when he was in court. I mean, when you have the family of the little girl that he had the sex tape with, talk to him saying, "Oh no, it wasn't my daughter." And then you have her saying, "Oh, it wasn't yeah, it my was daughter," me. even though it was most likely her ass. Then. The jury's gonna go off the evidence. Well, shit, if his family, if they family said it's not her, and then you, shit, what do you do? You cannot make a trial based without some sort of star witness. If the star witness is literally like, nope, that's not me, and the parents are like, nope, that's not me, and allegedly signed a non disclosure agreement that paid them anywhere upwards of six figures, yeah. If you sign that and you snitch, you have to give the six figures back. They're not incentivized to say they were. A part of that, and then their family, and then on the other side of that, the the parents probably don't want to think that it was their daughter doing that tape. So there was probably a sense of like, nah, my, my daughter would not do that. That is not her. That is, there's no way that's her. On top of being paid off allegedly, and that goes to what Sparkle was saying about how you know it's her niece, and it destroyed their family because she's the only one standing up for the niece, and everybody else is trying to sweep it under the rug, which. J-Rock, you alluded to a couple episodes that we in the black community, we don't talk about this stuff. As soon as something bad happened, but somebody in the family touched somebody that shouldn't or somebody do something that that shouldn't have happened to them, nobody want to talk about it. Everybody want to just ignore that shit. And then, you know, when when it comes time to get pressed on it, you know, you bitch up and you don't say nothing. Yeah, I think David pointed out, David said something that I thought uh, was interesting. He said that nobody said anything about Harvey Weinstein until the Bill Cosby case was brought up. Nobody said anything about R. Kelly until Surviving R. Kelly came out. Like, how many times have we seen R. Kelly pop in and out the news for stuff that he's done? None of this shit is new that, that we're talking about right now. He still has girls right now. So it's like. That's crazy. That's yeah, crazy. But so I, I think there's mixed reviews on that. Because like I was saying earlier, it depends on the age group you were in. Like, for example, my age group, a lot of them just found out. Like, they weren't listening to R. Kelly to begin with. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, yeah. not R. Kelly, his his music is more so built for the 90s, right? That's 90s, right. early 2000s. That's right. when we were kids. You know, even if it was playing, it's not like we knew. Right. 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 So by the time we all got into it, our version of R. Kelly Usher or whatever, you your Chris Browns or your Trey Song. So we didn't for a lot of them, they didn't know anything about him. They might have heard the song. They were like, Oh yeah, that was that that one guy, R. Yeah. Kelly. But it's not right. like how you guys grew up like this is R. Kelly. This is the icon. So right. that was the whole purpose of the first ten minutes of that episode. They didn't have I, I, I believe I can fly. Right. You know that. what I'm saying? So like, yeah. was, if you didn't watch Space Jam, you don't know I believe I can fly. If right. you're my age group, right. that has That's nothing fair. to do with That's you. Fair. Right. So for them, they're just catching on. So for us to not bring him up is more so like we look at y'all like where was y'all at? Y'all were supposed to tell us about this. And and Ooh. I agree. I agree okay. with that because. When we play this blame game, and I do eventually want to play this blame game where we divvy up the pie on who's the blame on this. The culture, we as a culture, we as a black community, we are heavily accountable for this. Because oh, we, we're the ones that let this shit slide. We knew what time it, it I I put blame on us as a culture. I put blame on on his fucking team. That was doing the shit. You niggas are just as guilty as this nigga. You may not have had sex with any young girls, but you enabled that nigga. You like on multiple occasions, the security guard is telling you, I knew. He asked him point blank, hey, are you sleeping with Aaliyah? He said, nah, nah, I'm not sleeping with Aaliyah. Then Aaliyah come up pregnant. Allegedly. And then the dude is like still with him years and years after this. You enabled him. 
The backup singer, her too. She walked in and saw them saw them having sex. They wrong. Now, before we go down this path, because I'm not saying you're wrong. What I feel like a lot of the times we miss in these types of conversations is for all those ones that we were just talking about, the people that are making the excuses, the reasons. Right. Play both sides, hear both sides before we just go straight down that rabbit hole, right? Okay. Like, to cover the entire base, because for every person that is sitting here and argue, we can come up with every reason possible for why he's nasty, mm-hmm. just the same way they feel like they can come up with every reason as to why not. So. If there's any chance, and mind you, for all y'all listening, this is clearly just devil's advocate. I don't believe any of us sitting in this room believe the excuses or anything like that. Right. But like, we already know from what we understand. You sent me, you sent me this link earlier. He's supposed to be coming out with a uh, surviving the lies. Yeah. Right. The so guy he, that can't read gonna make a website. Yeah. So like he he's bringing up all the stuff to where he's trying to prove them wrong. Like for everything that they say, he says he has proof. That right. shows they're wrong. So my question to Rez when he sent it to me is like, okay, say if he has every single form of documentation that shows that everything they said was a lie. Mm. Is he is he out from under the rock? No. Are we letting that go? Or then what brought up the other part, the fourth excuse I saw, since when does the court of public opinion outweigh the legal system? Because everybody's supposed to be innocent till proven guilty. If he's proven innocent, then who are we to take away his livelihood and everything like that? Not saying that he actually did it, but now we're treating him as if he actually did it. If a jury of our peers, which us as black people always fight for, because this is a black dude saying this, we always want a fair trial. Mm-hmm. We always want someone that's supposed to represent us. The legal system supposed to be equal both ways, right. which goes back to the racial thing. So when the legal system showed he was not guilty, here we are still telling him that he is guilty. What is the difference? There's a saying that um, the law is legal, not logical. And we've seen on many occasions where people have been punished, like, I don't even know the word for it, like punitively, like they've they've gotten gross punishments for doing the same things that other people got light punishments for. Mm -hmm. So what I mean by the the law is legal, not logical. It's like, okay, this is the law. You're not supposed to do this, right? I'm white. You're black. We both get caught in marijuana. I do probation, you go to jail, mm-hmm. or what have you. Or I'm in this state, so the law applies to me this way. You're in a different state, so the law applies to you differently. It's the same crime. It's the same thing. It doesn't always apply the same way. Just because R. Kelly, and again, that there's a human factor and a human element to this, right? You have a jury full of people that, are, that possibly are enamored with the celebrity of this gentleman mm-hmm. based off of their age group, right? Right. You have a a prosecution that really can't attack him outside of hearsay. Because apparently everything he does is obviously behind closed doors. You have the tape mm-hmm. that his brother, his own brother says straight up, R called me and said, Hey, I'll give you six figures to say I'm you. Yeah, watch it. He, 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 I mean, he's straight up telling you. So, in the court of public opinion, at that point, it's like, bro, we know, like, the Aaliyah thing's not a myth. When you can't answer point blank questions in the actual interview, like, hey, are y'all together? Oh, she's a good girl. Like, yeah. I mean, come on, man. Come on. Like, when you can't answer, when someone asks you a yes or no question and you come up with a story or just a side comment, that's no. 
when you have your own flesh and blood saying, look, he tried to pay me off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the court of public opinion has a right to crucify you. Absolutely. Even when we talk about uh, a case completely separate outside of, I guess, the sexual assault or what we're talking about here. I mean, we've seen all the time a cop shoot somebody on live camera for no reason at all. And then they get off. I mean, just because they got off, are we not supposed to still hold their feet to the fire just because the court of law and then said that, oh, well, nah, this, it's, he, he was supposed to get off. He's mm-hmm. proven not guilty. No, nah, I think it's the same thing. Shit, if we, have, if we have proof here that he's sitting here pissing on some little girl and having sex with all these underage kids, regardless of what the court says, we still need to hold, as a community and as a culture, we still need to hold this nigga's feet to the fire. I mean, shit, I think it's as simple as that. And we got to police our own community. Absolutely. We, we have do. to. And that's where we're why we're here in the first place. We didn't police our community. So the follow-up question is that who's the judge and executioner with it? Because just like they were saying, if he can provide proof that or documentation, I know that he's had stuff fraudulent. We said this day I was here, here. I have proof saying that this is all consensual. I have release letters from parents or where the case is. If he has hardcore proof saying that everything he's doing isn't wrong, but it is, I'm 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 just saying I I, I know it is, but I'm saying if hypothetically, if for a hypothetical situation, at what point does the court of public opinion change? Kobe. Because there there is no one person. Kobe, no. That that exact same hypothetical scenario you presented is what Kobe went through, and to this day they still call him a rapist. Yeah, Kobe still blackballed. Made no mistake about it. He won an Oscar fourteen years later, and literally and they brought and, this and, 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 yep. and they and as soon as he won an Oscar, they went on, in on his ass. Uh, what's his name? Nate Parker. Yeah, mm-hmm. same thing. We put out a movie that mm-hmm. wasn't really well received on the opposite end of the racial spectrum. And then all of a sudden they started bringing up his case from back when he was in college and proven not guilty. Yep. The thing, too, about is R. Kelly is he's, he's still doing the shit. It's not like he's he's not doing it. I mean, he may not be messing with underage girls. I mean, I don't know what he's doing, but let's say he came out and was like, you know what? Like, kind of like what you say, you know, what? I was I was doing bad. I turned my life around and this nigga starts. I don't know, starting pro- programs and campaigns and starting funds and all this stuff, supporting minor women who have been abused, trying to change their life around or trying to, you know, keep them out of doing what he was doing. I mean, would that still give him some leeway to be like, all right, we need to kind of get out this nigga back because he really changed his, he really changed his life around. Of course not. Kevin Hart's a perfect example. No, no, no. Because no. I think that goes back to what you said earlier. There's a difference between assault and then assault of a minor. Yeah, I was like, so are, are we keeping the same energy? Does age matter when we're when we're talking about assault, or is there a higher level of precedence when she's under age? He yes. or she? Let me let me go. I, I think there's a higher level of precedence. I think there are levels to that. Okay. I think I think when you have a minor that's easily influenced, and they're being attacked mentally and emotionally by a predator, somebody that's older than them, like, right? Yeah, that, like really, really older than them. Yeah, that that's that knows they can influence them in a certain way. So why don't we keep the same energy for boys? 
What do you mean? What do you mean? When older women are touching on little boys, it, we should. We should. But, but we don't like. Yeah, it's socially acceptable. But that's, right. But right. that's what we call a double standard. We know that exists. All right. So correct me if I'm wrong. It, the way I grew up, and possibly even the way y'all grew up. Yep. Whenever a boy got with an older woman, that was bragging that's a win. rights. Boy. Yeah, that's a win. Right, my boy. Not that's until you, yeah, not until you got older that you realize it messed you that up. That's a problem. Or uh-huh. for the same thing, when people are saying they don't keep the same energy, when's the last time y'all mentioned Terry Crews and his sexual assault case? When he was assaulted. Mm-hmm. No one's talked about that. Yeah, yeah, I ain't heard about that in like at least five months. Okay, what? Yeah, because information washes over. Kind of like I feel like what's going to happen with this. Like, we're yeah. talking about it now. Nah, this one ain't washing over, bro. <laughs> you don't think it's, you don't think nah, it's a wash nah, over? Man. Because, like, I, I can say the one thing that is the difference between this, Kevin Spacey, Harvey Weinstein, Russell, all of them. Like, we haven't seen anything. Even with Bill, man, they went, went to court. Bad. Like, they didn't do yeah. a docusery, man. They did the whole thing. They went to the film process. Even after you went through court, like, they set this up. They broke it down into episodes you can never forget. You yeah. you can't I, forget this. I, I will say, uh, you know I will like, say yeah. this because uh, that goes back to the top of the episode where we said that I don't think we all knew the gory details to this degree. Shit, he, we got video of this nigga pissing on on a little girl. But, but, I mean, what, what type right. of gory detail do you really need? Like uh, women breaking well, down I'm and so, crying on TV. I mean, so no, it's we, not that we one. knew that, but I I didn't know about the sex slaves. I didn't know that I he has. That women still to this day so so it locked up at so his house at, so at what point to you was it like oh this nigga this nigga's really wilding now when he pissed on the girl no well, because they said he went yeah. he said that wasn't it for him no no i'm saying i i knew about it but it's it's the thing though he went to court he was proven well he would he got off with it so for i feel like a majority of people after five years after a couple albums it went to the back of your mind it, it's uh what it, I think they said that on the documentary too, where they were talking about how um and you you touched on the emotional part of it. It's like okay, when he, when the pressure was on, he came out with his biggest single of all time, "Step he, in the Name of Love." He Kobe eighty one. Yeah, yeah. Like, it yeah, was straight. Kobe, that's Kobe what, that's, what it, this, bro. that's yeah. what it was. Like when you no when, no, no no, it wasn't "Step in the Name of Love." It was "Remix to Ignition." Yeah, it was "Remix." He put out "Remix right, to Ignition" remix and, to then ignition, and, and then "Step in the Name of Love." So yeah. so back to back like monsters. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And, so, and the fact that it took six years. So you, you gave him six years to and, do the, his work. And he dragged that out, too, because right. he was the one that was pushing the court day back. Right. He did, you know, it's easier to have, like, when they call the witness on the stand, well, she, what was she, 14 at the time, 15 at the time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was, she was originally 14 as of the tape. I think the court, uh, the, the tape came out a couple years later, so she was probably about 16 Okay, cool. So if you put, say the tape comes out at 16, you push the court date back six years, right? She's grown. She's a grown woman. It's it's different having a grown woman on stand. Than a child. Than a child. Like just how that's going to hit the jury perception wise. So, I mean, yeah, he pushed that court date back. So he bought himself so much time to make so many hits. And people got emotionally tied to that. People got married to R. Kelly. People, people graduated from graduated to R. Kelly. People had family reunions to R. Kelly. So at a certain point, when he's gotten that many hits and he's that talented, because nobody's saying he's not talented, people start to push the shit that they don't want to see to the back. Yeah, Which and is, that's and that's what we did. And that's kind of why we you, sold out. Yep, and that's why you have people, you know, coming to his defense 
saying, oh, no, he didn't do it because, like I kind of said earlier, people are so attached to his music and, and that image of him in entertainment that they don't think that this side of his life really exists when it does. Yeah, I think that splits into two segments. I think we we need to talk on both of those. You have the segment of the people that say or think he didn't do it, and you got the segment of people that know he did it and said, ah, it's not that bad. Right. Yeah. We, we, yeah, we, you're right. I don't think we you're touch right. on that second part enough for all these people. Like it's just one of those, including your Michael Jacksons, including whoever you want to throw out there, like Chris Breezy's. Right. You know, but yeah. the same way, because the same way people will argue with Chris Brown is like, yo, man, she hit him. Domestic violence shouldn't go either way. Right. She hit him. Mm-hmm. Look at where she is, and look at where he is. People still talk about it with him. No and one she, brings it up with she, her. She got right scot free. Yeah. Or if we're gonna talk about R. Kelly, why don't we bring up Russell Simmons? How right. old was Kamora Lee when they first started dating? Preach. She was 15, 16. Good this point. man has sold his assets, left the country, yeah. and we haven't said nothing. Yeah. Nothing. That man is gone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is the difference? That, like, it's not so much I'm trying to dilute R. Kelly or anyone else bringing that up. It's like it's more so for the younger generation. If, you're, if we're supposed to be this example for the black community, and I'm speaking from that aspect of I feel like if the older black males let me down, and I'm the one that takes most of the blame. Because when it comes to this, anything with the LGBTQ, right, all that other type of stuff, the black man gets to mean the most as the ones right. that... We're the ones that are just anti-everything. It doesn't matter right. whether sexual assault, all that. We're, we're homophobic. It don't matter. So it comes to the point with me. It's just like, yo, all right, so when I stand up and I say all of it, now it's just like, no, you're just trying to save him. Nah, nah, I want y'all to keep that same energy across the board uh-huh. with I, your Kevin Hart's, with, with your Chris Browns. Like, if you're going to make me join this fight, I'm not going to fight just because it hurt your feelings. Uh. I'm a fight because it's supposed to be the same thing across the board. So again, if we're going to go with this legal issue, it's okay for this one person, but the court of public opinion matters more for this one. It was cool right. when she hit him, but it's not cool when he hits her, when it's not cool either way. Right. right? Okay. So because Russell is closer to a billion dollars, he's not a superstar icon. He mm-hmm. didn't write that song. Right. Cause even with me, man, R. Kelly wrote the one and only song that ever made me cry. I wish. Mm. Oh Yeah. Straight to the heart, because I, I knew what that was like. I felt that. I lived that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that doesn't change the fact that you won't find him in my in my music library. Right. Uh, you know. And so when it comes down to that, like all those people, I'm I really want to get to those people that's like, yeah, we know he did it, but like it, going back to Dave Chappelle's joke, how old is 15 really? Did you have to wait till you were 15 to decide whether you wanted to get pissed on? Nah, you didn't have to nah, ask me. I moved. Right. <laughs> like, you know, so it was funny. And, right. But for all those that were trying to get on Dave Chappelle about this documentary and why he didn't want to do an interview, like, they really came at him. They came at Jay-Z because John Legend went on there. But yeah. it was like the difference between Dave Chappelle, Jay-Z, and everybody else. Dave told you up front, R. Kelly don't like me. Period. It's not like we friends. You know, I made a joke. I made a little hit song about it because I was trying to get everyone's attention. This is comedy. Like, he did this. Right. Right? Okay, so... Where do we keep that for all those people that are just like, oh, no, like, I mean, we can't prove it was him. Like, I know it was him, but she could have moved. And that's the thing that I think. um, She could have moved. I think that I think. Well, two things. One, I think you're right. I think there's going to be a domino wave off of this because I think a lot of people are going to hit get hit uh, as collateral damage. Like R. Kelly was an actual meteor, but everything else is going to get hit in in its wake. I think Hove's going to get hit. I think a lot of people are going to get hit as a byproduct of this. Because I think now, 
it was it was, I think it was so malicious and it affected people visually seeing it up in your face. Mm-hmm. I think the tolerance level is going to be no for for most people because it was a system. I think I, I think to go back to what you were saying, Ave, about what was so different about it. It's like this. It's one thing like when we were kids, we saw the tape, and you know the nigga says it's not me. The court system, you know, lets the nigga off, right? Yeah. Nobody thought this nigga was getting off. Somehow, by some miracle, he gets off. He goes on this hellacious run of, you know, dropping hit single after hit single. But when you watch the tapes, I mean the tapes, the documentary, you see that it's a it's an actual system. It's not like, oh, it's just him. It's a system of people that are perpetrating this. That makes it so gruesome, because he can't do this by himself. How come he can't? He can't read and write. That's he, a great question. How come he can't? Well, I'll, how, I'll, hold on. How how come he? Who says that he wasn't doing it before he got rich? See, we want to place the blame on all these different people. What about this person? No, nigga, this shit is R. Kelly's fault. Right? Because no, it, it is his it's, fault. It's yeah. R. Kelly's fault. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that that he built a system. Like what I mean by a system is like, okay, cool. This young girl, I'm gonna get her. I'm gonna get in her mind. And I'm going to recruit her to go recruit other women, right? So that's what I mean by system. He has money that's allocated to pay off people to make sure they keep quiet about this. That's a system. Like, like, but it's it's bigger than one person. But are you saying like... I'm not saying was, let him off the hook in any way. No, no, no. Are you so, saying he was only successful to do it because he was R. Kelly? Like, to no. set up that system? Oh, no. you say, are you no, saying no, no, that no. he was only successful because he had a system of people that allowed him to do it? Because that's I'm what not, I'm saying. I'm not saying either one of those. Well, right, well, okay, I'm not clarify. Saying, I'm not saying that he did it. I, I'm not saying he was able to do it because he was R. Kelly, although him being R. Kelly helped right. because of his celebrity, gave him leverage. And I'm also not saying that he couldn't accomplish this without other people. So let me kind of backpedal off of that. What I'm saying is that what makes it so egregious is that so many people turned a blind eye and helped enable him to do it. So they eased the path for him to get to these women. I can kind of see what you're saying, because for where I grew up, if we found out about that, we we stomped you in the middle of the like, you know, like yeah. one, like once we discovered it, it was no longer happening. You know, like we made sure that you knew this wasn't going to happen. It's the same way as like even with the prison system. Once they find out you were doing that, and you go to prison. That's it, right? You know, so so you is are you saying it was more so because he had more money to shield himself from those type of repercussions? That helped. It's just it's more like an ideology. Like like the purpose is to to get to the women, right? The protection is I have my security guard that slips the numbers. Mm-hmm. I have my I have my my backup singers that uh talk to other women for me, right? Then I get those women that they talk to to start recruiting other women, mm. right? And then when I get, when shit hits the fan, um, I have money that I can allocate to my brother to take the fall for me or to uh, put hush money to the parents because the parents ain't off the hook. The parents have a lot of culpability in this bullshit too. How? Well, whose parents? Everyone. No, I'm not going to say, I'm not, I'm not saying everyone. So, I'm, yeah, okay, we, so we, okay, go ahead. So, to me, a lot of, uh, especially some uh, I forget which family it was but a lot of the families trusted him after the case because he's R. Kelly because he's boosted other people's career so I'm going to give you my daughter with no supervision I'm gonna let you go on tour go on tour outside the country outside the states 
as long as I have somebody from the studio or somebody from the label who oh, I can call to check up. That, that was, hold on. So that was on the document? Yes. Yeah. How part, many, wait, part how many, five and six. How many families? I think he has at least 12 or 13 different cases since the the sex tape to where he has confirmed made payments and those just to prevent them from going to trial. Like these are yeah. documented yeah. from April 2004 or so. so and, and, and go Jay, well, go ahead, Jay. Go ahead. No, yeah, it's because they were most families and even some of the victims, and I'm not saying this is their fault by any way, but they were saw the lights. They saw the opportunity and saying, well, whatever I have to do to get to this opportunity is worth it. And that's why some of the stuff happened. Cause like even when the, uh, the girl said that, uh, I knew what was happening was wrong. I didn't want it to happen, but this was my dream. One yeah. Girl, I remember that. You talk uh, one, one of, that's one of the girls. Yeah. One of the girls in the documentary. And I'm not saying that it's, it's her fault by any way, but the fact that this person has what I, what I think I need and that sense of helplessness, that I can't do it by myself, so I'm willing to sacrifice. And that, that was one of the ways that he had control over people. But this is a huge difference between a parent taking you out of the hood school and putting you in the private school and you not with your friends no more, you know, because she wants your mom and dad wants you to get a better education. This is someone selling you down the river because that's no different than if, if we back in the day and mom and pops knew you were the stronger boy. So they put you up for sale with masks because they knew that plantation down the road treated their slaves better. You still in slavery. Mm-hmm. You, you still getting screwed over. You still not equal. So like what? Like I guess for the parents at least, why do they not get the full extent of this punishment? See, I think there's two. Go ahead, Dave. because I feel like a piece of it is a teenager just doing what they want to do regardless of what their parents says. So if you have somebody who's who knows the background of R. Kelly and I have this daughter who wants to be a singer and they have this opportunity to be with R. Kelly, but I'm like, nah. Or their parents are like, nah, man, you can't you can't roll that way because of what he's done in the past. I mean, how many of us when we were teenagers, we did whatever we wanted to, regardless of if our parents said we wanted to or not. Thanks. So we can't just put it all on the parents when in some cases the teenager's gonna do what they want to do anyway. I don't think, uh, and I'll let you get back in here in a, a quick sec, Dave, but I don't think anybody can responsibly put the parents 100%. Because I saw Birdman, uh, he did a he did an interview, and he was talking about, well, where were the parents at? I That was my question, too. Well, where the fuck were the parents? But then when I started listening to the stories, it's like Abe said, some of the parents straight up said, like, no, we told her, do mm-hmm. not go. And she went anyway, right? Yes. So I'm not faulting that. Mm-hmm. That that that's just like one 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 parent straight up said that she was 17, and then she turned 18 and just decided on her own. Yeah. I'm gone. I'm out. Yep. And at that point, there's nothing you can do. Right. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about these parents that were like, well, we we knew that you know this kind of happened with him, but we you know we trusted him and. And those are the ones I'm talking about. Those too. are yeah. the parents that I'm talking about. Like those niggas, you wrong. Like, cause think about it like this. Everybody in this room right now, we have a daughter. Right. In your right mind, at any point after seeing that sex tape or even hearing a rumor about the sex tape, would you put your daughter in a position to work with that nigga? Hell no. Nah. No why? No responsible parent no. 
No responsible parent would do that. Uh, it's the same as asking, would you still let your little boy go spend the night with Michael Jackson? Like we we yeah, don't have the answer. We wouldn't do it. We all had the answer to that. We so so those people, yeah, I'm putting some responsibility. It's still not majority. But yeah, you culpable. So what about the parent who says cuz there was one parent who said um yeah, the little girl you know, met R. Kelly or whatever, and she really wanted to sing. And she was, and the parents were like, No, you're not singing. We know about R. Kelly, no. And then she, you know, combated them on it and said, Well, if you don't let me do this, this is my dream. If you don't let me do this, I'm gonna hurt myself. I remember that. Myself. I remember so that. So, what about that parent? Like, do you, do you, if you're that parent, do you give in? So, me and, to not risk losing your daughter to cut herself or whatever? Before, wait, before I cut you off, I, the, I need this answer. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and tell all three of y'all that now. For someone that's in the younger generation, I ha- and I'm gonna I'm tell you why this answer is very important to my generation. But just keep that in mind because his question, and even the one that we were just asking before, because I'm still trying to figure out why the parents don't get majority. You're, you're saying that you, you're only putting partial blame. So that's because R. Kelly's the source. No, no, but I'm not, even, letting, even, I'm even, not letting him off. No, no, no. Why don't they? I guess my better question is why don't they get the same amount of blame as him? Because he's this a predator. He's not. He's, what are you talking? Well, why no, like, like what I'm saying is, if if R. Kelly got punishment A, B, and C for whatever charges he oh, had, oh, I see what you're saying. Why don't the parents I get the same saying. A, B, and C charges? That's what I'm. That's what I'm asking. Like like parental negligence, right? Like in the court of law, right? Like I, I, I'm with. I see what you're saying. So we're just talking about the parents who gave their child to R. Kelly, right? Yes. Yeah. Just well, those. it's hard to do that. If the man was, you know, found not guilty. How, how would you? How would they be able to pull that off? Or you talking about before? But from what we said so far, the court of public opinion. Yeah, we're, we're just talking court of public opinion. Because right these now. people still walk around in the streets of Chicago. These these people still wherever they're at, the ones that sold them to this cult down in Atlanta. Like, oh man, I got fucking chills. You know what I'm saying? Like the one that just was discovered six months ago. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so for all of those, for all those people that went on this documentary or doc accuser, whatever you want to call it, that had their full name sitting out there. We ain't talking nothing about the parents because they talked about their parents too. Mm-hmm. Some of these parents were on this accusery. So you just get to go home casually. You just got to leave Lifetime Studios and go back to your job and no one looked at you any different. You still get to babysit other kids. No, no. no, I, I, no I'm pretty ne- sure they got it. and nephews yeah. still go over there. No, I'm pretty sure they got, they got it. I mean, when you, when you ask them like that, I think it's easier to go after R. Kelly than it is somebody who's just on a documentary for an hour or so, whatever. Yeah, and then like the the family that gave, I won't even say gave, but gave permission to go, they said, my daughter can't go unless I have somebody to, to be in contact at all times. Mm-hmm. So they still were trying to be in contact. It was like, we were talking to R. Kelly Right, every constantly, day. Every, day, every day, every other day, we were in constant contact. He seemed like a good person. We knew about his past, but we're in constant contact. He gave us two people in the label where we could call or text them. Where if we need to go get our daughter, she could come home immediately. So they had they were had conversations with Arkella. They had permission from the label, which I think the labels is should also the label be, needs to be culpable. Needs to go down as well for yeah. this because you had. The label you had R. Kelly and you had your daughter, where you were always able to reach her, no problems. Mm-hmm. The moment she turned eighteen, all communication stopped. So the parents were before in this only, only in this situation, they had safeguards in place, or they thought they had working safeguards. So for them, you really can't blame them, but 
that's only one film that's on the on the documentary that we know of. If your kid wanted to go to summer camp and they knew one of the counselors had a sexual history and Fuck they were no. still working there, all right then. So no, like, no. I'm confused. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I'm 100% with you on that. Um, damn, you asked a good question. We were, uh, it was right before the cutoff. Uh, uh, oh, to harm yourself. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Is that what they were alluding to? Because me and my wife watched that last night and, uh, and the parents said, well, she threatened us. And in my mind, in my wife's mind, and maybe we interpreted that wrong, we were like, nigga, who the hell are you? You my child. Fuck you mean you threatening? Like, what, what kind of threat are you talking about? So they never specifically said what the threat was. Are, are, was she alluding to suicide? Is that where we're going? Or was, because she just, they just said she threatened us. And I'm trying to figure out like, well, damn, who's the parent? What uh, kind of threat did they make? Because uh, they didn't specify. Yeah, but I mean, Mm, any threat i mean if she threatens running away if she threatens i mean suicide i mean at what point does a parent say she go what at what point does a parent go from you ain't gonna do that shit this is my house da, 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 to them actually disappearing so like what if what if your child does disappear after saying if you don't let me go with r kelly i'm doing this and then they do it so as a parent do you feel worse about letting the child do it and getting in that situation or them actually just running away well you're only, you're only faced with one right so at that point you're only faced with you know her going with r kelly and hoping that nothing bad happens or i mean if you ask your, ask the question for yourself because i'm you, uh, no because i'm putting my like the way i'm interpreting and again like i can only talk from a certain perspective because i don't have a daughter but i would imagine if i had a daughter I would rather run that risk to protect my daughter versus putting her in what I feel would be an absolute certainty based on the timeline. Cause this happened in like 2012, 14. Like this is like when it's, it's not a question anymore. It's not. So I think as a father, I'm going to run the risk of my daughter hating me for protecting her versus ushering her into the devil's den. But at the same time, how can you stop it? Because if she's saying that I'm going to run, let's use that example. If I'm going to run away, you have to go to work at some point. And your wife has to go to work at some point if it's a two-parent home. And if your child's there by herself, what's the stop her from just leaving? I mean, that's, and, and, that's you, true. and you have no idea where she's at versus I know where she's going. I at least have some level of control. Mm-mm. As a parent, I'm, and that's just my opinion. Now, I'll, I'll concede this to Ave, I, I, you know, because he could probably speak more candidly. Not I could, but and you, because y'all both have kids. Mm-hmm. But for me, at, so I still have to be the parent. Like I'm, I'm just not going to concede that for a false sense of security, because I have no real control. We saw what happened with old girl and her husband. We they thought they had control. They thought that somebody was from the label was gonna protect her on tour, and then all of a sudden she disappears. It's a false sense of security. I don't know if I can put my daughter in that just when I know. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure they they had all the same thoughts that you did, and I guess because I want to know what what David's thoughts on it are as well. I think with this and my daughter, I would really try to make her understand 
why she would be able to go with R. Kelly. Like, really fully understand. And even now, because... I don't know it's my fault. But even now, like, with me having a child, with me having a child, this is something that I have to worry about. See, it's not just about a knucklehead at school trying to holler at my daughter. It's about adult men in her life. Right. You know what I mean? And so even if I if I had a daughter at the age of that she could comprehend now, I would make her understand as early as I could why this is not okay and why you have to watch out for certain people that are in your life like this and why you aren't allowed to go. And I, at the end of the day, I'm, I mean, I wouldn't let her go, but I think even as a as a parent, you have to make sure that you or your child knows that they are protected, but they also have to know what dangers are out there. Mm-hmm. Like it may be the and you know, Lord forbid, but it may be the the uncle that tries to holler at her. It may be mm-hmm. the the school teacher that tries to holler at her. It may like it may like these dangers are out there. So I think it's really important for parents to make sure that they know those dangers that are that are out there. Cause and, and what I what I hate about it is that R. Kelly is he's he's targeting young black girls. Like all of it's bad, but I feel like as a community as a community, black women and black girls are already ridiculed by yeah. other races. Yeah. So why, you know, go after your own race? You should go after any race, but I mean I feel like as a community we if there's anybody we need to protect, it's black women. So preach. I feel that I agree with Ave as far as you just try to make the daughter understand that this is what we're trying to do to protect you. More so on the fact of, I think a, a lot of the times with those parents that were letting them go, it's no different with any other relationship that you have, whether it be friendship or a significant other. Whenever you go through a hardship and you don't talk to your friend anymore or your significant other, you tend to do more things when you have a guilty conscience. Mm. You don't really worry as much or you don't lose sleep at night if you feel like you left it all on the field. If you felt like you did everything you were supposed to do, you were as truthful as you can humanly be possible, you don't have any regrets. So by the time you start letting someone else take care of those things that you felt like you couldn't take care of, that sounds like more of a you thing. That sounds like something that you had going on with your self-conscious, right? Whatever you felt you weren't adequate enough to take care of for your daughter or son, whatever the case may be, if you think you did everything in your power, you're not going to let somebody else come over here and try to fill in your quote-unquote shoes, right? right? So like A said, you try to help her understand this is what the case may be. Now, if you choose to run away, Now, if you choose to do whatever you did to yourself, I feel better as a parent because I tried everything that I could. That's 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 and that's where that's where my hesitancies could be or not hesitancies. That's where my pride will lie, because it's the same as with your parents are saying, look, my goal is to get you to 18. You were supposed to graduate. Whatever you do after that, that's on you. I did my job. Yep. So if I held you to that point and I made sure that you weren't in jail, you survived, you were fed. I gave you this house whatever those whole things that nine yards is and then you still decide to do that like like he's they said once the label saw she turned 18 there was no communication that is on you you know and if you haven't looked at the signs and if if you decided not to be aware of the fact that all of a sudden when you turned 18 they weren't giving you attention after i held you in the house is if that's not a key indicator to you that that wasn't the right situation then 
somewhere along the lines I may have dropped the ball, but at least I know I tried mm -hmm. to teach you that. But the reason why I wanted you guys to answer that question, because to go back to what you said, as big as R. Kelly is, I don't think it's relevant. Mm. I don't think this is going to make as, like leverage. I don't think it's going to make as big of an impact down the line that you think oh, it does. Oh, the domino effect. I see right. what you're saying. You know, again, going back to the generational thing, it's hitting you guys because you grew up with them. Mm. So for us, you taking away R. Kelly, like we were streaming them in the first place. What does that do? Now, if you told me this was T Pain. <laughs> You know what I'm yeah. saying? Jacquees and You know what I'm saying? Nah, like, you know, like, and I'm, you know, you're a clown. You're a clown, you're a clown bro. You know what I'm saying? But no, nah, like, way to break that You know, boy, good. You're a podcaster. If, if, if you were to give us some someone that, that came out from, you know, like, 05, or I'll give you all the way up to 2015, one of those that made just as big of a cultural impact as R. Kelly did, mm -hmm. right? If you if you put, I'll even say Usher. If you put Usher out there, that'd be a different Shit, impact. Shit, a song called Same Girl. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Check my nigga out. Right. You know, yeah. it, but yeah, it'd, be, it'd be one of those things is like, I can't tell you who Usher was writing for when R. Kelly was writing that song. Mm. Usher's also significantly younger than R. Kelly. All right. So, yeah. you know, when R. Kelly was trying to date Aaliyah, Usher is Aaliyah's age. That's crazy. Oh my God. That's nuts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When that he, is nuts. When he put out My Way, he's 14. Jesus. God, that's crazy. So it's a huge difference. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So like when he's talking about the girls, Usher is literally thinking girls around like me. His age, yeah. Right? Not sitting here thinking it's like, yo, man, I might do a song with Aaliyah. And R. Kelly's like, yeah, y'all going to do a song together like in a different way because- R. Kelly wrote AJ Nothing But a Number on Aaliyah's album. Uh -huh. And you know, so, but with, with that, you're talking about stuff that came out in the 90s. So the domino effect, I think it hits a little bit. And the only reason it would be relevant is because this whole Jacquees King of RB, as funny as it is, that's, that's the only reason why it's relevant. Because that, that was a conversation less than mm -hmm. two, three weeks ago. Uh, let yeah. him not do that. Let him not run in the key sweat. Right. You took, you took Kel. Like, we don't call him Kels. Like I would because I, I I was around the people that listened to him, but right. that's why I was like for y'all. I wanted to see that answer because this is was one of those points where with you guys y'all are only in your thirties, so it wasn't your responsibility to teach me. If anything, you'd be more like an older brother. Mm. This is more where I put the put it on the people in their forties pushing fifty. Y'all were grown men. You supposed to be my OGs. You were supposed to tell me that this wasn't right, but yeah. you let this go. Right. right. So now all of a sudden as a younger generation where y'all get to slide off, you're not on your social medias. You're not over here dealing with the younger folks. I got to take all this blame for what y'all did to the black women. Right. Ooh. I got to sit here and take this hit because for whatever you guys get to say on Facebook, when I get on Twitter, it's my fault. I yeah. did this. I'm the one downing the black woman. I'm the one downing the black girls. I didn't look out for them. And meanwhile, I'm looking at y'all like, we were in school together. Like, what are you talking? Like, what was I supposed to do differently? Right. Like, last time I checked, when they was trying to jump you, you called me and got all my boys, and we defended you. Like, I'm confused. Like that type of thing. Like, when if we did anything, we were the same age. So I can't take the blame for our, our Kelly's what 51. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. this dude doubles my years. Yeah. But it's my fault. Like that. That's yeah, why I was yeah. like saying like. I want to see what y'all answer because it'd be the same thing where now I have to hold my brothers in an even higher regard because they're all in their 40s. Now I give them more respect because they told me, yo, man, we don't, we don't do none of that. 
out the gates. You know what I'm saying? Oldest brother's 42, out the gates. We don't do none of that. But when I come across other dudes, it's the same thing with Michael Jackson. It's the same thing why we couldn't let it go with Bill Cosby, right? Bill Cosby don't mean none to us. We didn't watch the Cosby show. Like, we might have saw the reruns, right. but we didn't see it live. Right. It didn't yeah. mean nothing well, to us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, now let you come back and do that with. Damn, we don't have that many black shows. I was about to say. Well, I, 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 <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was really. Like, who the hell he for the ball? I was, I was going to throw our dick candy, but I didn't you know, know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we're going to be wilding out? Wild uh, out. Yeah, like. Damn, damn that's, that's a tough. black show we came up with. <laughs> you know, Good Tom Lord. Perry, maybe? <laughs> nah, man, because we, we have sentiments with Tom. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like Atlanta or some shit. Yeah, or you know what I'm saying? Like, let if Kevin Hart had a show. Because right. he's kind of like Bill Cosby, you know, it's always supposed to be the family guy, whatever. The real husband's of Hollywood. You know what I'm saying? And let, let that happen to Kevin Hart, the same thing that Bill Cosby's doing. Then it actually Shit. means something to us. Right. Yeah, y'all gonna feel that. All we know about Cosby was pudding pops. That's it. <laughs> Straight like that. Yeah. Bro, because all, all my sentiments towards Cosby is you tried to block Dave Chappelle. I'm yeah. a younger person. I like Dave Chappelle. You were trying to stop his career from so coming up. Him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. All right. But your mindset. It, it's no different from even with, with Russell Simmons. So that's why, like with R. Kelly, I don't. I think it hits hard, but it doesn't hit us hard. We get the afterways. Y'all are getting the actual impact. I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? So like, I was like, ah, oh, one of those, like, damn man, that's crazy. But I'm still mad at you, and I'm still looking at other people different because I'm still treat, getting treated as this demon. Because outside of that, R. Kelly had nothing to do with me. Right. I, I see what you're saying. Damn, that's deep. Yeah, it is. So let me let me ask y'all this about the documentary. Do y'all feel at any point they dropped the ball? When they showed that video of uh, his ex-wife leaving the studio playing Step in the Name of Love, that was critical. Wait, what part was that? She put it on her Instagram live. I don't think it was on the actual documentary. I just think yeah, that's it was where. On, uh, it was on social media. It was on, it. Yeah, Angela left the studio, left Lifetime Studio playing Step in the Name of Love. Nigga, you got On me. her Instagram live. Yeah, and, that was. And that's that when, was rough. And that, that, it was in that moment. It was like, wow. this is why these people feel comfortable and, making these excuses. Okay. It's, okay. So I, I feel the same oh, wow. way. To, I feel the same way to a, to a lesser extent. The first four episodes of that documentary were damning. Like, yes. there was nothing wrong with it. The only one I had the question on was when they found the girls in the hotel. Part five. Yeah, that was five. That, that's, where I, that's where I'm going. That, okay. 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 So that's where I'm going. So I wanted, I wanted to check the temperature in the room because I felt episode five and the first half of episode six was a complete misstep where it, it changed from a documentary where I'm like, damn, I didn't know the Aaliyah shit went that deep. Damn. I didn't know. Like the system, like he had a system in play. Damn, I didn't know he had asked his brother to take the rap for him. Damn, I didn't know he had a brother in jail. By the way, how is his brother in jail and R. Kelly's not in jail? What the fuck did the brother do? Shit, I, probably some nigga shit. Like, like, yo, no, you know how I know it's some nigga shit? Because he straight up said, I don't know why my brother didn't take He's, $100,000. He, he, he would have straight been in the camera and said that, like, why didn't, I'm, I don't, to this day, it still confused me why he didn't take the Niggas money. Niggas ain't talking, man, to and this day. Like, I feel trying <laughs> I to figure this shit out. I would have took that shit. And you know, and I tried to let him get a pass too. And my mom's like, "Well, you kind of in jail, so yeah. I, I can understand why you would say that." But like, he would say, "Man, that's a hundred dollars." Yeah. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> my boy, he ain't take that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, a hundred thousand. I was like, you, you might say that when you behind bars because what right. that's gonna put on your commissary is different. Yeah, the money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, boy, but he Bill like, Gates in there. Yeah, right. I was like, I was like, yeah, yeah, this nigga. I was like, he's in jail for some nigga shit. Cause I'm like, a hundred thousand, you ain't rich, nigga. Yeah, nah. Like you'll spend that shit in a year. 
And was I have. Did they only say 100? It was 100,000. Yeah, it was only 100. For some reason, I, in my mind, I thought he said 600. No, it was 100,000. Yeah, okay, that's why I was giving yeah, the passes. It was 100,000 like, you know, in no, no, no. an hour. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, 600, I'm like, okay, I can see his point. But nigga, <laughs> you, don't even you want me to take $100,000 to say not even I the legal on a 14-year-old for you? You know how many cigarettes you can buy for 100,000? 100,000 might not even cut your legal fees. The audacity <laughs> of you, ho ass <laughs> nigga. Like, are you stupid? Hell no. Nah, that nigga. makes no sense. So fuck R. Kelly for that. And fuck his brother in jail too for that. But. What happened in episode five and six? Okay. So what happened in episode five and six was it went from a documentary to a reality TV show. Oh, you talking about the. Uh... So I yeah, missed the, five. The, Go ahead and talk about five. The, the fucking rescue. The search and rescue. The search and rescue. Okay, listen, bro. There was a scene, for anybody that didn't see it, where one of the parents, it was a single mother, said she ain't seen her daughter in years. No communication. No communication, right? She's going to California to film the Lifetime documentary, but she knows where her daughter is. So my first question was, How'd you get that information? How, how'd you... You ain't talking to your daughter in years. How, how do you know what hotel she's in? She says, I know where she's at. I know she's in a hotel. She goes to the hotel. She asks for her daughter. They say her daughter's not, not there. Okay. So she walks out all upset. She says she talks to some black dude outside. And he says, why don't you check the hotel across the street? Because there just happens to be another hotel across the street by the same name. I've never seen that before. But okay. Sure. I have with Marriott, so I'm gonna give him a pass. Okay, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Somebody. I'll let them make All right, so cool. So there's, a, so, so there's two hotels by the same name on the same street, right across the street from each other. She goes to the other hotel. She finds the room. She brings the cameraman to the room, knocks on the door, and the daughter that she hasn't seen in years opens the door. We're skipping the fact that the concierge let them do this. <laughs> that's a good point yeah like, so, the manager walked them up there uh, again I, I'm, just, I'm just saying I'm hey, just, so any other time let let us walk that, into that a random hotel working. right now we and can. just pretend like we going to the fifth or sixth floor and the someone that they they don't recognize us it don't look like we checked in it don't look like we got a card in our hand to swipe to unlock mm-hmm. the door. There has to be a conversation that took place off camera that oh, allowed took money. Them to do yeah. that. Yeah, they yeah. took that money. Like, yeah. what you mean? Like, <laughs> they took that money. The, hotel, the hotel got a check, bro. Like, do you so, know how like, bad that would look? That you know how bad it looked? They go in the same situation. Uh, man, we're not gonna let you get in. No, my daughter is here. Right, and then you see the daughter leaving off camera. Man, listen, the hotel got a check. Lifetime made a phone call ahead. Oh, they, ahead of time. Yes, yes. So don't Damn. don't build up the drama and and send them like, oh, I just got this random anonymous tip when I walked outside and my daughter just happened to be there. There's no security with the daughter because everybody was reportedly saying Kels had all these bodyguards, all these people. We can't go to the room. We can't communicate with the other girls. But then you go to the hotel room and the daughter you ain't seen in years is the first person that opens the door. That's weird. Oh. And, then, and then the cameraman uh, gives yeah. a thumbs up to the girl. That you know you're like, right because oh. they, they didn't have they, they alleged didn't have any control. That, that, no that, control. So they couldn't leave the leave the bedroom to go pee. Hold on, bro. It gets so why you open the door? It gets worse. Mm. Yo, gets, hold on, bro. It gets worse, and I'm not again. We're, we're I've been mean, I mean thinking about because I you know we are, why, yeah. wait, why are you poking holes in this story? No, like I'm just this? saying we're yeah. we're team fuck Kelly regardless. But the, the, the but question was where did the documentary drop the ball? And, 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 the, and, the, and the answer is episode five because 
She opens the door. She gives the thumbs up from the camera guy. And she straight point blank asks her mom, who are these people? You know what the mom said? Quote, I don't know. That was nuts. Nigga. But I'm going to chop it up. I'm going to chop it up. You don't know? I'm going to chop it up. I'm going to chop it up to this. Hold on. I'm going to chop it up to this. I'm going to chop it up to this. <laughs> you rode down the street with, with the fucking camera crew. Cross the street. Cross the street. <laughs> went up the elevator, with down the, the hallway, knocked on the door, got the thumbs up, and you don't know who these fucking people with the cameras are. Maybe she's maybe her mom maybe her mom's not in the right state of mind, so she's not really Man. up for answering questions. If I haven't seen my daughter in six months, uh somebody asked me who it is, I don't know. I haven't seen you in six months. I'm I'm focused on you right now. So maybe uh, that's what it was. Then say that. Nah, time out, cause if you're gonna roll with that issue, if you didn't know who the camera people were, so it brings me back to you were just letting your daughter go with anybody. So you didn't do no background checks. If we're going to run down that route, if we're going to go down that rabbit hole, you don't know who these camera people are that you're go- doing this whole documentary for, that you signed up for, that you're there for. But you're going to justify that you didn't know that your daughter was going to end up in this situation. So you just let her go to people that you haven't met. Uh, hmm. Now, it's a little dicey. You know, so I'm going to let all that slide. I think that whole episode five, had you had put this somewhere, say two or three. I wouldn't be as upset because by the time episode five came, they put so much information on you. Right. Mm-hmm. It was almost to the point like, what didn't he do? Yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> the first four episodes, like if their purpose was to destroy R. Kelly, masterful, masterful job. Then they I got mean, that shit on replay. I mean, my nigga, when you can take mm. an innocent looking picture and put fucking horror music behind it. And make R. Kelly look evil. Like, it was an innocent picture this nigga took. He was just looking at the camera pointing. But they put that that fucking soundtrack behind it. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, this nigga's pure evil. Yeah, the production was on point. <laughs> He's a devil incarnate. So, Master Fuji. That was Huh? That was some key and peel work. Yeah, man. That's some Jordan Peel work. Lunez, I got hey, five man. on it. I'm like, masterful. But nigga, you can't come to part five and and establish the fact that they have no communication with each other, and the fucking chick walks out the hotel. That's when it, it truly felt like Lifetime to me. What happened? That's when it felt like. That's lifetime. when it felt like yes. I was watching Lifetime. That was a like problem. It, it all came back to me in that moment that I'm watching yeah. Lifetime. Because especially in episode six, it felt like a lot of recreation scenes. Right, right. That's like, what, like when she went to the house. Yeah, she was like, I house. haven't been to this house since. Hello, nigga. I was she, okay she with that. I didn't there, watch like, six. Yo, I didn't watch six or chick, even some of five. So this chick walks to the she she goes to the house in Atlanta where she was a, 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 a allegedly a sex slave. Houses uh, foreclosed on. Arkele lost a house. She goes to the door. The camera's behind her, and she says, "I'm gonna have a lot of emotions when I go into this house." The next scene is a cut, and the then cameraman's the already house. inside. <laughs> yeah, watching her walk in. So it's not like one continuous shot, like you're going on this journey. It's like, all right, I'm going to go through all these emotions. Cut. Cameraman goes inside. Cut. Close the door. She opens the door. It, it I, went I, from, I was not okay nigga. with that cut. What are, like, what are we doing? That literally pissed me off. What are we doing? It, t- it, wow. it literally took you out of it. And then, and then, and then, and then some of these, listen, some of these women. Wow. Uh, again, fuck R. Kelly. I need to make sure we say that every couple of minutes just to make sure we're not getting away from the fact that this nigga's a monster. Some of those women truly, truly were hurt. And he took complete advantage of them. Some of them women, though, 
which is fucking idiots. That 33-year-old woman in Dallas, she was oh, yeah. 33. Radio DJ or radio host, whatever she was doing. Said she met R. Kelly at a party. He asked her how old she was. She said, oh, I'm in my 30s, right? Are you talking about the one who was a super fan? Yes. Yeah. The, the DJ? She was like a DJ? Yeah, 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 yeah. The super okay. fan. And he was like, you're in your 30s? Wow, you look much younger, right? <laughs> Sign, my nigga. Uh, she says, I was the biggest R. Kelly fan. I would fight you or throw you out of my house if you said anything negative about R. Kelly. This is a super fan. Her homegirl says, hey, have you ever seen that R. Kelly sex tape? And she gets mad at the homegirl. Now, this is like 2011, 12, somewhere in that area. She says, quote, I've never seen the sex tape. Bullshit. My nigga. That tape was everywhere. I was in the ninth or tenth grade downloading that shit off fucking LimeWire. Boy. Everybody saw the tape. You're in your 30s. And you didn't see this R. Kelly sex tape until after 9-11? Shit, probably not. There's, you, there's you know, some bullshit. No, 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 wait, wait, because oh, we, oh, we have oh, to oh, oh, nah, you cannot chop that shit up to everybody else. We're not going to say hey, it. Especially if you're such a super fan that you don't think that he did it. Why would you search for something that you don't think he did? If you're I, I kind of agree fan, with him. No, I, if you're a super fan, you would know because you would investigate that no, shit and no, be like, no, no, no that's would, not him. No, you wouldn't because when you're a super fan, you're only looking for the positive. The same way, like, if you're if you're a political supporter, whichever Man. your party is, you're going to look for everything that you can do to defend whatever nonsense you're exactly. coming up with. Exactly. A lot of people, Bro, everybody my, has not she, seen that. Okay. A lot let, of people are let, looking at tape to say, does it really look like R. Kelly? Thank you. But that doesn't mean that everybody said it. Seen it. A okay. lot of people and everybody is two different things. I feel like... Okay, you, okay. I feel I like... I'll give you that. I feel like... Like, no, I give you that. No, no, I give you that. Okay, so let's put her into the one percent of the community. Yo, that's real shit. Yeah, good shit. Good shit. Let's put her. Let's put her into the bottom one percent that never America. saw the. Let's just let's just ignore the the insurmountable odds that she's just one of the few people that didn't see this tape. Okay, my nigga, you still knew about the allegations? Did she? She didn't know the nigga went to court. How? If you didn't see the tape. So she just ignored the whole court proceedings? It the took court... six years. And then it was quietly swept under the rug. Hold on, when, hold on. When did she go to Hold on. When did this nigga go to court? 2002. No, no. Because uh, they case. met in like 2011, 2012. <laughs> That's like 10 years. After. No, no. It, I think it was, the court charges were hilarious. done <laughs> somewhere like... <laughs> Everybody in America I'm not rolling. knew about I'm, this shit. I'm no, not, not rolling, really. my nigga. No, 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 no. Let's, let's keep it a buck, though. Like... Did everybody in She's America? My age. No, time out. Did everybody in America know, or did we know? Because that's our music. That's our music. But because that's our for music the most too. part, it was only really in the papers. Like it, it might come up nationally every now and then. No, it was on the internet, bro. It, it was no, no. Wait, hear it out. Because if she's not seeing the tape, it was really only on the news heavily in the Midwest. It came my out G. on on like video every now and then on CNN no, it, it every was, now and then. My G, it was every on. now even and then. Even if she did see it, it was in the beat. It took six on. years. It even, was definitely every now and but then. But here, here, this out. Even if she did see it, okay, he was found not guilty, which solidified her whole super dark, super fan, the super fan thing. Oh yeah, he he didn't do it. Look, he was found not guilty. I get that. I get that part. So whether she saw the court case or not doesn't matter. I get that part. I'm just talking and about And she the, could be one of those people that saw the video and be like, oh, that ain't him. Even though she said she didn't see it. But even if she and did. And that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. My nigga, just say you saw the video and just and you didn't believe it was him. Or maybe she just did see the video. You can't just say that she saw the video because you saw I'm, it. I'm just saying, I'm just saying statistically, <laughs> the probability of... Has everybody in this room seen the video? 
Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. So statistically Wood, speaking, we are, we are four, four males. And Mr. Wood, I didn't see the video. <laughs> we are four. <laughs> okay. Okay. You like that? Hey, I'm saying it. We are four males. God damn it. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know what? That's a great point. I would like to know from the women who listen to the show the percentage oh, that actually like, come on, my G. Everybody very, knew about the tape. <laughs> homegirl hit her. Homegirl knew about the tape. Oh, but that doesn't mean that everybody. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I'm not. I'm just saying, statistically speaking, everybody that I've asked, hey, have they seen the tape? Women, male, whatever. For the most part, they've all seen it. I find it hard to believe that you're in your 30s and you never saw this tape. That everybody had at the had at a corner store. It was in every hood. It was at every bazaar. You see? Have you seen the Have you seen the Paris Hilton sex tape? Yeah, but it was whack. What about a Hulk Hogan? Oh, that was horrible. Please. So you saw you all saw the tapes, bro. Like, yeah. You yeah. 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 You, you saw all the tapes. Yeah. Wait, 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 <laughs> he said it with confidence like I memorized the link like right, I could write it right now <laughs> my nigga like, yes. I'm not gonna lie about the shit alright what sex tape have you not seen I don't know name a few I, I don't know about that but I guarantee you haven't seen all of them, which means if no, you I haven't have, seen I, all of them I, you can't say that someone else seen all of them That's, I, that was and I, was I, I definitely read season them all yeah sure why not let's keep the joke running yeah I've seen them all <laughs> <laughs> okay. So wait, did anybody else feel like they dropped the ball before we move on? I I think it was just it got to the point where you were just you were already trying to oversell something that you made me believe. Mm-hmm. It it came to the point where it's kind of like that gym membership where it's like I really only came here to get the basketball stuff and you know I I'm, I'm a lift weights. I'm I'm sold. I'm just looking for the cheaper price. Don't, play, don't tell me about yoga. No, no, I was gonna, <laughs> I don't need those no same classes. Yeah, you know, but I don't care about the sauna. Yeah, no, like when, when you get that one person trying to sell it to you, he's like, oh, yeah, well, are you sure that's good enough? Because we got the group X and then we got, we do yeah, the nutrition yeah, yeah. and all that. Like, Yo, I'm good. And then they just keep talking. It's like, yeah. you know what, man? I don't even want it no more. Yeah. I'm gonna go right across the street to someone that just don't even like me. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna give them the money because they didn't get on my nerves. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think episode five like i said i saw a piece of, i did see the the rescue but i it wasn't that the only part of the episode where it was like we actually had a camera like falling no them remember the there was there was a parents that went to the studio and was throwing fucking rocks at the window no that i was, see that part no that was six that was six okay okay well that episode two so that must have been in the first half of six i mm-hmm. would assume yeah that was unreal like if I you're that, if yeah. your daughter yeah is in there and I gotta give it up to Master P. He said it, nigga. We kicking that door down. Somebody's getting hurt. So yeah. I'm not throwing rocks at the fucking window. That is crazy. Saying come outside. That is crazy. That that, that goes to my other issue. How is R. Kelly still alive? <laughs> oh man, I, I, Bro, all right. Before we go there, cause I got a laundry list of niggas that I'm like, how? Well, it's a lot harder to just. Pull up on somebody, yeah, man. Like, <laughs> like we, you, you, you saying this, like, you no, 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 like, no. we just catching this dude at no, 7 no, no, 11. no, <laughs> like, like, my, li- my list is significantly D list. Like, I was talking about like George Zimmerman, how the fuck is he still running around? 
because he has an NRA support behind him. There's more guns than we're willing to put I'm, up with. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, if black people are killing black people over drug money, Rudy. somebody should have shot one. Rudy. Just whistle one at George <laughs> no, Zimmerman. That's, that's what I'm saying. Just Rudy, whistle just, one. Just, whistle just, just, just let me know you're there. Rudy. Just let me know you're there. That's what I'm saying. You live... And where I'm pretty sure they find all the cast members for the Hills Have Eyes. And you talking about you could just roll up on someone casually. Like, they ain't going to come get you. <laughs> like, you you right in the middle of this. Oh, I'm not going to shoot George Zimmerman. They be like, he's in that car right there. And I just pull up right here and then think they not going to pay some random Timbuktu dude to come off me. Yeah. It's not that yeah. simple. Right? I'm just saying niggas, niggas, niggas have gotten niggas have gone after and killed other niggas over less. That's all I'm saying. Here's the thing. Who, who Here's did? A, niggas have killed who? other black people niggas. over less. Niggas. Who? <laughs> niggas. Who? Niggas. I think. Like, we ain't talking about killing <laughs> like we ain't talking about killing the white folks you talking about. This is R. Kelly. No, I'm talking about George Zimmerman. I'm still on Zimmerman. He's he said whistle one by R. Kelly. So, oh, so niggas okay. kill niggas. I, I, I niggas ain't killing white people and not, not getting hung up on it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, and, and here's the thing too. Is is the risk worth the reward? So you're mad at, at George Zimmerman, right? Would you, I'm mad at would the you, hood. Okay, well, I'm, I'm talking about would you if you saw Zimmerman <laughs> roll roll down the street, would you pop one in them? No, I'm talking about the hood. George Zimmerman ain't so, in the hood. So you're not about that life. My nigga, the hood travels. No, the hood travels. No, the hood travels. The hood, like, bro, if you owe a nigga some money, they will find you. How many hoods are in Arizona? Because that's where he's at right now. Um, Arizona has some hoods, bro. There's, they have Phoenix. a lot of dessert. No, no, yeah, they, they do. In deserted so, areas. But. Outside of Phoenix, we, we just talking about. Niggas ain't Tucson, really, Arizona. Oh my god. Niggas right, ain't really right. niggas, ain't, like, niggas ain't wasting their time. Right, on, I'm, off, I'm off George Zimmerman. Go ahead. But niggas ain't wasting their time. Just kind of going back to even R. Kelly. Like, why is he still alive? I mean his security is allowed to carry weapons. His security won. <laughs> That's a good who, answer. That's a good answer. Who goes after somebody who has done something wrong and whatever they did wrong didn't personally affect them? Cause that's the thing that's too. That's a good question. Why, that's that, a good you know question. what I'm saying? Right, that's These what I mean. It's by the families. Yeah. So this is the thing. It's like, I mean, shit. We kind of see it from a distance, even though we should treat this as if I mean, this, this is family. Yeah. Because right. this is our community that's, that's going through this. I mean, if it's somebody that's going off, it's, it's something that's happening to somebody in a distance. We not. Most people aren't going to risk their life and their freedom to get payback for something that doesn't directly associate with them or anybody in their life. Because you almost have more repercussions trying to go do that than the actual quote unquote prize or whatever it is, yeah, that, that you were successfully doing. Even with your Zimmerman one, like the, the the repercussion that you took for all of us sitting there, like yeah, Zimmerman shouldn't be here anymore. Let that one person go do it. Who putting up his bail money? Yeah, no one. Ain't no one putting money on his books. So you did all that just yeah. to be this hero in the black community, and the black community is like. Hmm. Well, I mean, he did it. Yeah, he did that shit. Y'all that's see what's that? up, man. That's fire. You might get a couple rap quote, quote shout outs, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it maybe a go for me. No. No, no, no. Jay Jay might go back on his Drake verse and be like, Y'all let George Zimmerman run around. Oh, well, y'all got him. Good for y'all oh, niggas. Real shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's all he got for you. Yeah. So yeah, man. Uh, I think I think it's it's harder to do that. Even though, even though we, it should be treated as if, like I said, they are family. Because right. if, if, like, if it was anybody in my family, like I would be after them, like no question. Right. So when I when I say that, I, I, I strictly mean the families in particular. So why? Uh, okay. So so like when I look at look, at, so if that was my son, my daughter, 
there and I know you have them hostage. And the law can help me. I, I don't all the legal aspect of it isn't working. I have nothing less to lose. That's this, this is my only option I see that I can get my child back. Why not? Is your child gone if she's over 18 though? I wouldn't give a shit how old she is. But the whole argument we were having earlier is like once you turn 18, you, you can do what you want to do. So you still holding on to everything before she was 18? If, if, uh, for the R. Kelly situation, because you know the situation she in is fucked up. You know the situation she in is wrong. Okay. Just because she can't see it, and if I have no other way to fix it, in my mind, I would say yes, I would do it. Go out to R. Kelly. Yeah. Not when she's over 18. I'm about to say, if, if I have no way to get her, like, if I know where she's at, I, I can't get in the building, the, the legal aspect of it is not helping me out. Yeah. When she's over 18. Okay. Now, mind you, you know, I'm a fan of y'all's podcast. So, Uh-oh. let me just go back to this episode when I remember you three sitting here talking about at what age were you supposed to be growing up and all this other type of stuff. And correct me if I'm wrong, I remember it was you saying when you was 18, you had to go figure it out. Yeah. Mm. So it's different now. I mean, it's different for, well, I would think for any parent. Because regardless, even my parents, regardless of how old I am now, they still want to protect their child. Even if the child's making that decision themselves. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to let you ride. I'm going to let you ride. (laughs) 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 <laughs> oh okay <laughs> see i i forgot i forgot you said that but they remember it, so that was right. different this is yeah. when you don't bring supporters <laughs> right <laughs> <That> was- <laughs> this will be mr woods last time on my podcast I'm, I'm just quote my nigga pull right well, I'm I'm all, I'm all so now it's different <laughs> so if, if your parents would have came after you what would you have done well i'm, I'm you would have you would have I'm saying for this situation, I know my child is being taken by a predator. She doesn't know that though. So would, if, she, but here's the thing: if she doesn't yeah, know that, and she's 18, that's and you come in part. here talking about baby girl, you in the wrong, you in a bad, you in a bad situation right now. You don't think so. So he's what also, makes you think that you're going to be able to get out of that situation if she doesn't think she's in a bad situation in the first place? He's also no longer a predator once she's 18. Exactly. So what you doing? This house full of underage women. I wouldn't give a shit. So you saving the other girls? No, I'm saving my child. But the, your the child thing is, think that she's so you gonna save situation. your child and leave everybody I mean, else to get fucking decimated? I was gonna let If you don't, <laughs> and something happens, and your child dies because you didn't, then what? I mean, when you get arrested for drinking and driving, and you went to jail, and something happened to you in jail, who made that decision? I, I've never got caught with a DWI. So. I'm not saying you did. She <laughs> never got caught with a predator when she was 18. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it. it the, what are we saying? The, I mean, for that situation, that'll be my mistake. I have to live with it. I would have to deal with it. What would be your mistake? As far as the drinking and driving, if I got caught drinking and driving. Okay. So you going after your daughter, who doesn't think she's in a bad situation? But you going I guess you gonna drag her out by her feet or something, right? Quarter. Quarter. <laughs> 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 he checked. He checked. Now your now your daughter done foul 
uh, a restraining order on your ass. You the parent. You can't come within five hundred feet of her. Now, now you look crazy. But she's safe. Is she? Is it yeah, exactly? now she back in R. Kelly yeah. shit. Nah, because he, 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 he took you under. Who? Kells. You didn't get him. You got your daughter. No, nah, like, six feet. That's why she's safe, because he's out of here. This is exactly why I said, okay, I tried to let you live. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to, and you still digging this hole. <laughs> Corner, my nigga. Pull I, up. I saw where you were going. I was like, you right? You got this? <laughs> <laughs> I ejected <laughs> a minute ago, bro. <laughs> pull up, pull up. <laughs> Altitude. All right, bro. All right, bro. All right. All right. And you know what? I go lie. Me having a daughter, I would probably feel the same way. Oh. But, I mean, shit, if she's 18, she's 18. So, I don't know. I would probably feel the same way, though. But, I don't oh. know. That's funny. So, the only other thing... I have when it comes to this when it when it, we're going on he's the nasty person we're getting him out of here yeah when it comes to things like specifically the music mm-hmm. how how are y'all addressing the music you know something interesting because I saw uh, I believe it was Jada Pinkett uh, she was tweeting this out she was asking why is it that R Kelly's downloads and his streams gone up since the 16%. actual yeah since Lifetime. My first thought was, well, niggas are researching. Niggas, like, that's what's happening. It's not that people are, like, supporting him. It's like, especially people in our generation, we're going back and being like, wait, what the fuck did we miss? Like, did we, like, were we really tripping? What was this song about? So this song, you see this song? Yeah, he's actually talking about an underage guy. Yeah, now you're looking at it with a whole new set of eyes, right? Um, So much so, I saw this. I'll play it. Hopefully this comes through clear, but... This nigga literally put lyrics that we let slide, part eight. Now, he posted this back in August. R. Kelly did? No, it's, oh, a, it's like okay. this comedian. Oh, okay. This comedian, that nigga's bold. Yeah, this, this yeah, comedian saying, posted it. This nigga's posted his old, his old Yo, lyrics. Yo, my G. But, I yeah, mean, look, before we even get to that, I mean, let's not act like R. Kelly didn't kind of do that. He did put it out there that yeah. he was doing a shit. The whole Pie Piper, we all know Pie Piper, what it is, especially after watching the documentary. Mm-hmm. He did that. My nigga literally just released a song called I Admit, I Admit It. A fucking 19 minute song. So I actually went and played it just after after See, I, uh, part of 6%. Yeah, it's straight. It's straight. It's it's part straight of 6% right, right, right there. Yeah, because like I want I want just like what did he actually <laughs> admit? Stream stream lifetime doc. Go ahead. Huh? What? No, no. Not cause I, I wanted to see like what was he actually saying. Right. A lot of nothing. And it, was, it, it literally was. It was he didn't say anything? He did no. say he likes younger women. You gave you that? How? What's, what's it a teenager? My nigga. Bro. Yo, bro. <laughs> yo, when that interview. Yo, did you see you, the you say We say teenager. teenager. How old do you mean? How young are we talking? Like 19? But his face, did when he asked that question, face? Back, he said. My G was perplexed, my boy. <laughs> his face I said, said he's like, yeah. My nigga. A teenager. He's guilty. Oh, this nigga and, is crazy. And, and for niggas trying to defend him, like, come on, bro. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's yeah, the only man. clip you need. Now, when you say teenagers, yeah, they just say no. Like, oh, when I'm telling you, when a nigga is asked a yes or no question, and they start going into this whole fucking side story or question, that what, was, what was that? The best answer to a question is a question. No, yeah. just say yes or no, yeah. bro. So you say teenager, yeah, nigga. He was tripping out. And then the what thing do you mean is, by that? the thing is, his PR person. 
stopped him. It's oh. right there. No, 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 no. I got this. I got this. And he I said, "Yeah, yeah, Bro, no, 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 bro. And I want to answer. And it's funny because, like, when you watch it, especially knowing that the PR person actually interjected, you see where they make the edit because his head immediately jerks hey, to the a, side. That was a smooth uh, cut. So, so you can now see the edit. I never saw it until they said, well, yeah, his PR person inter- interjected and then he stopped and said, no, I want to answer the question. They restart the interview. You see where the edit is. So now my nigga was Damn. prepared and still fucked up. <laughs> and still gave the wrong answer. Yeah. Bro. Yeah, he was tripping. You, <sighs> it's like striking out in T-ball. The, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. So you can't, like, you can't, you can't just do that, man. Like, like he was posting shit even without the internet. He was just doing it through interviews and through his aliases. But listen to this bullshit. Because I've never, like, again, I started listening to music late. So the first R. Kelly album I ever heard was uh, TP2.com. Mm-hmm. This is off 12 Play. Listen to this bullshit. Wait, what the My fuck? G. That was R. Kelly. Uh, say, brother, I don't think you know how the law works. I mean, it, I thought he did it first. That's good. That's bad. How do you go backwards? This is what really kills me. He just skipped over 17. <laughs> now, I can mess with the kids. That's okay. I can mess with the adults. That's okay. But 17, that is where I draw the line. I just can't do it. That is too much for me. Okay? They got senior portraits. They got problem to worry about. I'm flustered. Alright, shout out to at Keon uh, Pole. You can find that on IG. But my nigga, that's off 12 play. 18 Ooh. and older, 16 and under. How the fuck did we miss that? Because we was worried about that rhyme that was coming out there. That's what it was. That makes no sense. I, was, oh. I, could, I thought, no, I could have sworn I was I never thinking. heard that song. Was I Leah, never heard the song. Was Aaliyah 12 when 12 Play came out? I'm not trying to be funny. I'm being No, real ass. shit. No, yeah, Aaliyah probably would have been around. When it, how, what was the gap between 12 Play and TP2? Because I missed 12 Play. Huge gap. Was like four years, five years? Nah, twelve. Cause he he put out R, but after twelve play. Hold on, let me. This is because that's when he had like a woman's play. fed uh, up and etc. He put out R after after twelve play. I mean, it, it was like a almost a six year gap between the. Nah, it, just, yeah, man, it was a minute between TP two and and twelve play. Mm, damn. Yeah, I never but heard you that see shit what before. the fuck I'm talking about? Yeah, that is disgusting. My nigga. That wasn't a single. Fuck R. That, that could have been. He, he, that was, he, was still, play. he was still bald when, like, bald, yeah, he was bald, bald when, when uh, 12 Play came out. Before he grew out the braids or anything. Like, he was, this was like 93, 94, 95, somewhere in that range. Like, 90, 93, 95. So, 12 Play, 12 Play came out November 9th, 1993. 93? Mm-hmm. Okay. What were we trying to find out? Aaliyah. How old was Aaliyah? TP2 was 2000. 93. Hold on. And, and Aaliyah was born. Hold on. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. Pull, pull, up the, pull up the calculator, bro, so we do some quick math in this out. <laughs> now he got that. Damn. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. I was about to say, that's the wrong Aaliyah. I was like, ain't no fucking way. <laughs> I thought that shit said 1991. I was like, nigga, she was two. <laughs> <laughs> so, how long do y'all think this uh, this whole thing about. R. Kelly's truly going to last like this whole this energy that we have about him right now that we've had in the past but I think it's going to last the longest because and 
because it was done publicly. It was put on network TV. This was the biggest viewing that uh, Lifetime has ever had in the history uh, of uh, of the uh, of the network even being accepted. So, and everybody's talking about it. So, she's it, fourteen. I, I don't feel like this is something that could be easily slid under the rug. Mm, okay. Good yeah. way to start off nineteen uh, two thousand nineteen. That I think that was the most critical part. They hit you at the top of the year. Yeah, yeah. Like you just got started. They the first was a Tuesday, and they said Friday. My nigga didn't y'all. make uh, it through the first weekend first of the year. Week. Yeah, the first weekend he like, didn't make it. Man, we just all recovered from being drunk on you know what I'm saying yeah. New Year's mm-hmm. Eve, New Year's Day. And he's like, all right, we got to get through this work weekend. Uh-huh. I'm not going out this weekend. Uh huh. You gonna spend too much money New Year's Eve, and then what we gonna do? We gonna sit here and Sold oh shit, is that R. Kelly? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sold up, yeah. My nigga Damn. was trending ever. Like dog, mute R. Kelly, bro. I I do think it it does last for a while. Even going back on the statements earlier, I don't I don't think that me saying it doesn't hit the younger generation as hard takes away from the fact that this will linger for a little bit. I think it gets revamped when Bill Cosby passes away too. Because people yeah. are gonna start sitting here hoping, yeah. like, all right, now we need to get R. Kelly in there too, like, because you know how people get went, right? So yeah, this, everybody's linked. Yeah, like, like you're forever imprinted look, to man, the next person. If this is bigger, even with the youth, this is bigger than the whole triple X tentacion. Wow. Yeah. They stopped talking about Takashi. Most people are also have Takashi's in jail, so it's a little bit different. Right. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you actually in jail now, even because he had just got off on probation for his sexual assault. On the younger yeah. woman, mm. so it was like, yeah, they were still kind of mad about that, but bigger fish, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You know, you didn't like the rainbow hair kid, anyways. They we, they actually like Kel, so this one's this one's gonna be here unless some ignorant comes out. It's gonna have to be something crazy, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's gonna be a while. This one may this one may stick because he's he's debatably the biggest artist of R and B, not pop. Prince and Michael are more pop. Yeah, that's like that's we stick strictly to R and B. He is debatably the biggest. We even if we took if we took all the shenanigans aside, bringing up what Jacquees said, Kells would he'd be the king. Be the king. He yeah. would be no, you know, without question. You know, like so. Wait, you you took the biggest fish. I don't think Usher can touch this. No. Yeah, if there's, there's no possible him, yeah. Like no. you took the biggest fish. Yeah. So with with all the stuff that they have in the documentary. <laughs> Is that enough? Like, could they possibly jail this nigga? Because it seems like they got everything. On what charges? The jail is a a hard part. It's like because he's already escaped child pornography. They said in the in the documentary they didn't uh, stick him with statutory rape because they couldn't prove the timeline. Right. So now it's and because he changed the way that he does the purging, where he targets seventeen year old people. Females about to be 18, and he doesn't bring them into the house. He doesn't mess with them until they're 18, until it's legal now. Mm. So everyone that he's, all the people, the six women who are still in the in the houses, it's legal. Yeah, it wouldn't be on charges that he had in the past. Like you couldn't do child pornography. It had to be something else 
that you could get them on. And then now you got to prove it because you can't go back on child pornography because it's double jeopardy at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is it double jeopardy just on the actual crime or is it double jeopardy on the person? You you can't. It's on the, the actual, crime. Yeah, because I can't charge you. So if I get away with murder for killing one person, I can kill somebody else and not be. Uh, no, no, it's not you the same. Kill the same person. Well, no. Let yeah. me take that well, back. Duh, to, to clarify, to clarify <laughs> for double. Je- well, no, that's what he's saying because you oh. can't go back if they're gonna charge him for the peeing on the girl. You can't. Well, no, 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 get rid of that one. Now, if he did the same crime and you caught him for that same crime, that's different. But he, like he said, he's smart and just right. No, I'm saying so, like, so forget the girl uh, that got peed on, but like, let's say the women, um, the survivors that have come out, Mm -hmm. right? Say they want to press charges on him for all the things that he did. Is that even possible? I don't think that was their goal. Yeah, I don't think it was. They can in a civil court Mm -hmm. for just money. Yeah. But then you have to look into what's the uh, statute of limitations. limitations, How long it's been to see if you could even do anything for um, domestic violence or I think that's the only thing that you can really charge at this point. I come through criminal justice major. That's For a bit, real. bro. I thought, you know, I thought it was interesting. He tried to, he tried to do that cease and desist letter before oh. it came out. And Lifetime was like, man, if you don't get this no, bullshit out of here, fuck you. <laughs> if he's still doing it. Because the here. money that they were going to get is more than he Trump's. can. Like, yeah. It, it, it was one of those where I believe he probably had some actual grounds for the cease and desist, but. The risk and the reward. Way different. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll take we'll this bite. you, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll you give good. you a couple pennies, my nigga. Yeah. You gonna get this work. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's what's up, man. Shit like that. We got anything else on this nigga? We, we've gone an hour and 45 minutes Oh, y'all never answered the music question. Yeah, I was gonna say, we need to get back to... Can we get rid of his music? Can you separate the person from the music? I don't want to in this case because oh, of, of who he's singing about. So I, I can't roll with his music. I, I can't listen to his music because you can't separate who he's singing about. Do y'all still listen to Michael Jackson? Yeah. I mean, I don't think... Oh, well, let's beat it. Don't you find trees? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. That joke came out. No you know what, man? <laughs> oh, no. You know what? That that would be... It would be hypocritical of me because I, I've known about R. Kelly and... I haven't listened. I, I don't look. I don't check for R. Kelly on my playlist. But when it comes on, like I'm jamming. So I think it's hard. It's it's really hard to do to separate music from the person who actually who the person who he actually is. I don't know. I I, I, I haven't listened to him, so I guess. Yeah, because it's one of those like if you, if you don't really songs. go out of your way to look, you know. I mean, I'm not playing R. Kelly. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, is it is? Do you really? No, I don't this. check for him. Well, I'll put it like this. Even at the wedding, uh, my wife and I went to, the first thing we said is like, at this wedding, they better not pay, play one fucking R. Kelly song. Because Step in the Day with Love is like... And that's the that's normally the first thing you think about. For man. real. And we were like, and there was no R. Kelly played at all. And we were like, damn right. Yeah. Like, get that nigga the fuck out of here. In fact, the last few ways I've gone to, they haven't been to R. Kelly. Yeah. But did they play Michael Jackson? No, they didn't no, play Michael. at the wedding. No. What do you, you, play, you, you, what do you play? play from Michael at the wedding? Depends on like the couple because you know some of them have their favorite songs whatever they come yeah, out to. I wanna rock with you. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, what I You wouldn't play that at a wedding. I would play that. If no. you could play Chris Brown forever at a wedding, you could play. <laughs> you could play. You could play. I'm not. Rock I'm, with not you. I'm not playing Chris Brown. You could play rock wedding. with you at a wedding, bro. This is a different generation. I'm not playing nothing Chris Brown at my wedding. You would play rock with you? No. You could right. almost pull Human Nature. Well, yeah, you could. 
Ooh, yeah, you could put. No, <laughs> Human Nature was there. Okay, you're right. right. So <laughs> yeah, no, Human Human Nature was definitely on that playlist. So so what's the difference between Kells and, and MJ? If you're gonna if you're not gonna listen to Kells, what's the difference between Kells and MJ? Underage, just a different gender. Acquitted, acquitted, or charges were dropped. Whichever way you look at it, was never legally found guilty. I don't know. I don't know what the difference is. Or do you let him get a pass because he was white at the end of the day? Did he? <laughs> right uh, at the end of the day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was a white woman. Black belt to a white woman. My God, uh, Jerry, you stupid. Baby, you stupid. Oh, I just caught that. Wait, wait. I just caught that. It was a white woman. I just caught that. It was a white woman. Good shit, Jerry. Good shit. Get some props over there. I don't know, man. That's like. It's easier for me to 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 say because I struggled with this when I first got done watching it, because like I grew up with R. Kelly, mm. like I a lot of his music fire, even the 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 bad uh, gospel CD. You mm. like that bullshit? Some of it. I like some of it. Wow. But I it's like he had a gospel CD. Well, it was on the other side of uh, it was. Uh, happy people and you saved me. You said yeah. Oh, oh you saved me. Mm-hmm. What was that one that flopped that they talked about briefly? It was like some shit he tried to drop and it was bad. I don't know. I don't I know. Have no idea. But anyway, go ahead. But it's like if you're not searching hardcore for it, it's like you don't miss not hearing it. Right. And then the other side of it is how do you listen when you're putting money in his pocket to keep on doing more stuff? Huh. Now, fortunately, like Spotify has downgrading where he's not getting money for streaming, but I thought that was the bigger issue because if you listen, you're paying him, so you're financially supporting him. Yeah, you're enabling. We're we're enabling him. We so enabled him because of that aspect. It's like I I can't listen to it. Well, now Mike's not here anymore, so he can't do anything else. <laughs> I think he highlighted. <laughs> I I think he highlighted on two things. That's crazy. Oh my god, <laughs> you're a clown. <laughs> Yo, he can't do anything. Yo, so it's okay now. Uh, Jared be having some wild hot takes, bro. Like we was talking about the uh, damn. What was we talking about? And he was like. I mean, if I ain't never met the kids, I forgot <laughs> what we talking about. In a conversation like pause, this, you got to be specific pause. about what the hell he's talking about. clean this shit up because. At least what episode? Oh, we were going. talking about the white the guy chooses his baby over the wife, and he said that he would go with the wife because you know I expect another kid. Yeah, I expect another kid. And he said there would be no attachment because he never met the kid. I remember that. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, that was the way he said it. If I ain't never met the kid. Oh my god. <laughs> my nigga. Uh, well, go go ahead. Uh, I think he touched on two things. The first part was as far as what he said. I grew up with R. Kelly. Hmm. Which kind of goes back to the point that I was making earlier. I didn't grow up with yeah. R. Kelly like y'all did. So would that be the same equivalent with with Michael Jackson? Cause, Man, cause like I you know, hit, like I grew up with Mike. But like no, you. There's a difference between he's putting out hits when you are a kid, right? And you grew up and mom and dad is playing them. Yeah, that's true. Because Mike, like, even though he had music later through the '90s, his last big album was bad. Yeah, yeah. No, it's kind of fire ass out. You know what I'm saying? So I, mean, like, I wasn't even born yet. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's the point. Yeah. You know, so like when he put out bad, like, yeah, mom and dad were playing in the same way 12 Play came out in 93. Right. I was one. Now they're older, like my older brothers That's and my dad play them later on. Like by the time I was six, seven, 
Wait. <laughs> <laughs> so technically, yeah. oh, man. Yeah. so technically, you did grow up. You kind of did grow up. Oh my god, this is that's going funny. left. That's oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> nah, so like, if you if Jay you, coming with that heat, these yeah, last man. couple minutes, yeah. <laughs> it's one of them jokes where you throw. I was like, you can't even dispute it because it's just gonna go worse for yeah. you uh-huh. as a person trying to defend. I'm gonna let you live. Like you got this one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you win this battle, bro. <laughs> but no, like so, like it is that was that's what it seemed like to me. That's the same point I was touching on. Secondly, for the streaming of the music, because I saw another argument where even for myself, I I don't have to use the streaming platforms because I have enough memory on my phone to where I just have it. So he's not quote unquote getting the streams. Mm-hmm. Like if I if I bought the music back in wherever, like right before he was found not guilty, whatever the case may be, are, are you still quote unquote paying for him if you? have the songs already downloaded. Like, it's not going through iTunes. It's not going through none of that. I think at that point, you just have the music because there's nothing that associates you to actually listening to it outside of you listening to it on your phone. And we are talking about streaming. I mean, since you ain't doing it. So it's like, well, I guess would it, would you still be supporting him? Is right. that your question? Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, like for that situation, mm. to me, it's not supporting because it's it's just it's music that you like hmm. and throughout history even good people have done bad things that we still benefit from today you know even with shit hiroshima electricity the person what no no so <laughs> that was a bad thing that was a bad thing <laughs> no i mean so what they, <laughs> it right. was I, it was the only thing I remember from history class Hiroshima yeah Wolverine survived it no nigga <laughs> nothing came from, from nothing good came from <laughs> no that, that's what well, ended peace. World War 2 what are you talking about peace came from that's 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 how we got our peace they ended World War 2 uh, but you already blew up <laughs> you blew up a whole city no, like, that's not true. That's what I'm saying. It so was it bad. Was, it was city. it was yeah, something it was bad. City. Hiroshima was the second city. Like it, that was overkill, my guy. <laughs> like yeah, you won. You got it. They saw the first one. It was like don't worry about it. Yeah, it's like no, no, It's already on. You've won. I'll take that back. point. That was the second one. They didn't have the time to fly the plane over to say, "Yo, our bad." Yeah, yeah. We already dropped the second. Yeah, the white flag was on its way, and the like the white flag played, and the other ball played past. Oh, 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 I feel like we're in some bad fucking territory. You know what I'm saying? But that sounds hilarious. <laughs> but that's not funny. Damn, could like, you imagine? No, no, no. Yeah, I'm right, we're good. Yeah, we're done. Nah, we're done. Play, God, sorry, Lord. We know not what we do. Let's stop. Oh, my God. <laughs> my boy. We, we're crossing. Boy, y'all no, y'all tripping. Yeah, y'all tripping. Rudy. <laughs> y'all ran with the joke. I just lobbed it. Y'all put it in. Never mind. Go ahead, Jay. I'm Jay, done. Jay made that statement of where I get killed for it. What you mean? When uh, people do bad things, so you can still forgive them, all that type of stuff. That's when the bullet that bad I'm taking that we benefit on from? social media. Uh, that's, that's ex- that was the prime yeah. example of what I'm talking about. He don't have to take that. He's not taking none of those L's. But if yeah. I was to go out and try to court a woman right now or speak to someone my age, they're going to quote what he said mm-hmm. and make it seem like I did it. Because when it comes to the black community, we represent all of us. Yeah, it's not no yeah. individual. 
<laughs> it's uh, all of us. Yeah, yeah, it is. Because yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying whether he's wrong or right. It was just more so like, like I told you, whenever we were first texting about this, the reason why I wanted you guys to have this conversation because it was like that midpoint of the age group. So that perspective is key when we're gonna say we're gonna hold the black community accountable. All right. So it'll be little statements like that where there's that little variance of difference. And this whole conversation can go way left depending on who you're talking to. Yeah. Yeah. Like they completely forgot everything we said about R. Kelly being nasty, this, that, and the third. And they're just going to flip that right back on you. Like, see, there you go supporting them. This is how I knew you weren't really for black women. And they're not going to hear nothing else you have to say. That's Ooh, facts. Yeah, That's facts. That was good. You were absolutely right about you that. You 1,000% yeah. right. Yeah. That, it's I'd, sad, but it's true. But I'm saying, like, in my perspective, I mean, and it's easy. I guess you're right. It's easier for me because, like, again, I didn't grow up mm. listening to music. I call all this shit late. Right. I still haven't heard all this fucking music, but I don't check for his music either. It's easier either, so it's easier for me to avoid it because I don't really fucking care. Like, if I never hear another R. Kelly song in my life, I don't fucking care. The problem that I'm running into is the shit that he wrote. I don't want one. I don't know all the fucking songs that he wrote, and two, I'm like, I'm sitting there like, I literally thought about this. I love that Aaliyah song, that AJ nothing but a number, mm-hmm. but I can't listen to that song knowing that he wrote that song. Nope. About her, and what's he's crazy is how often we say it. I can't do it because I, how many times growing up when you were trying to talk to an older woman, oh AJ nothing but a number. To even with a uh, pretty Ricky, pretty Ricky said it. Yeah. Ain't nothing but number. We I, com- I forgot about Brittany. We completely skipped over that book that old girl wrote using all of R. Kelly's songs as the chapter titles because she went through it. Wait, what? Yeah, I can't, man. I think it's called Anonymous. <laughs> oh, okay. And she wrote a book because she was she was with R. Kelly and each one of the chapters were named after his songs like Your Body's Calling <sighs> For Me. <sighs> Seems Like You're Ready and all those. That's All right, this, this is getting depressing. Let's, yeah. let's get out of here. <laughs> so do we, one last question. I guess I, I want to know y'all's thoughts on this. It's like, we're we're only, I guess, counseling him because we know right. what he's done. Because, yeah. I mean, we can listen to a lot of music and people can be singing and doing a lot of shit that we don't know about. Right. And if we don't know about it, we don't know. And that was one, um, the one music journalist on the documentary, she was saying that pretty much every major group has de- has dealt with young women. The Beatles, and there's a whole Kiss. bunch, yeah, Elvis, a whole bunch of people. Uh-huh. But this is the one that, and she said, like, you know, if it's a great group, people tend to forgive it if you have good music, right? Which was the case with R. Kelly, but he's just been doing it continuously. It's getting progressively worse and worse while there's so much of a backlash over it now. And let me ask y'all this do y'all think if we weren't in the social media age, like if all this rapping back in the day, it would be this big. No, Mm-mm. no, not even close. No, it's, 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 it did, and it wasn't yeah, as big it, as it is it's now. Not, it wouldn't be even close. Because how long did it take for them to land Cosby? <sighs> right, oh, yeah. Because they they were forever. talking about this in like the mid to late eighties, and it just kept getting brushed because he was that megastar in that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, R. Kelly is another prime example. You, he's finally falling off of that pedestal of his talents because we've moved so far away into a different form of R&B. Mm-hmm. Now you can pull that trigger. Like, they've been shooting. Yeah. It's just hard to shoot a star that big. Like, it wasn't enough. So, at this point, it's just like, you're kind of... You're kind of shooting someone when they're on their way down. So, is if it wasn't for him... It's an easier target. Yeah, you know, like, say, uh, say he had someone yeah. else taking that number one spot from him, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have mattered as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Right. It wouldn't have mattered. Like, it, it, you know, it's like right now, if, if Jordan came out with a scandal, they'd be like, ah, we got LeBron. Right. It, it won't matter as much. Nobody yeah. was ahead of R. Kelly, though. No one ever took that throne from him. Yeah, he just he, lost it himself. He just he lost it himself. And stayed in the game too long. And debatably still didn't even really lose it. It's just like it's like when a, a heavyweight fighter or any boxing fighter, it's not that they didn't lose the, the belt. They just didn't feel like defending it. Right. So they, they conceded it. That's different than right. you actually losing. Yeah. And that's what he did. So you you just happen to catch him where he's on the way down, but he's still number one. So it's kinda like a win and a loss. But let someone else had take that taken that spot, we wouldn't be talking about that. Mm-hmm. Do you think that this is what Me Too is going to transform into when they go on the attack, go on uh, attack the public perception first before they attack the legal? That's how you win most court cases. Yeah, which that's one hundred percent. Which is yeah, like, kind of what they're doing. Because like if if this would have happened with R. Kelly the first time, where you took away the public support, there's no way he would have won that court. So do you think this is what the Me Too movement is going to transform to when I go with people like? Harvey Weinstein, because there they just put the stories out, but they never really. Uh, they didn't. They, they didn't they, maliciously go. Like in it on wasn't him. hammered into the public. I don't think it's what it transformed into. I think it's what it's transformed into, because when the Me Too movement first started, you were trying to take shots at people like Kevin Spacey, Bill Cosby, and all of them, and you saw what happened when they were able to wiggle their way out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, people were just a little bit more consistent with Bill because people still kept coming out. Kevin Spacey said, yo, I'm gay. With the quickness. Yeah. He dropped that gay bomb with the quickness. It was like, Whoa. He said, let and, me hide behind this community. Yeah, and, and yeah. rolled out. Yeah. You yeah. Know? But here's the thing. Even with, with Harvey, he's still kind of being pushed under the rug because people aren't coming out as much as they are for R. Kelly, where it happened in order, Harvey Weinstein, mm-hmm. then Kevin Spacey. Mm-hmm. Kevin Spacey took away from Harvey Weinstein. Mm-hmm. Then you followed up with Aziz Ansari. And then they realize, like, oh, you can go too far. Right. You know, Uh, because they they missed messed up. You can go too far because it it was Louis C.K. then Aziz. And like, oh, shit. You know, so they had to let it breathe. Right. You know, because they, they, the Aziz one wasn't the one that they were aiming for. Yeah. 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 You know, and so then now it's like, all right, you got to reform. If you're going to do this, you got to do it right. 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 And here we are. So it wasn't like this is what is going to transform into something later. This, This is what they were aiming for the entire time. So basically, R. Kelly's the benchmark for like, when you could say the prime of right. me too, like, hey, we got it on lock now. Right. We know and, what to do. And, and the only downside on this, and this is just me possibly branching out on a limb as being the, the black male, the young black male in this generation is, going back to your question, would this have happened back then? And is it because of social media? Yes, 100%. Now, the downside about it is when these movements get as big as they are and that ball gets to rolling, if whenever that you start gaining that momentum and you're just trying to win, you start to miss those that are actually trying to fight with you. Hmm. Yeah. To relate to that, it's the same as like the Black Lives Matter movement. It's like, yeah, we're sticking up for us, but then we got so big and went so far, we started just brushing off anybody that wasn't black that was like, yo, I'm on your side. Right. Yeah. Right. Which was wild to me because I would look at certain frat members, especially alphas, like, y'all got a white founding jewel. As a white dude, so like to, mm-hmm. to get down that path when he got too big, then you start brushing off everybody else, and it's like, all right, that's what I don't want to see happen with the Me Too movement or the Times Up movement because I don't want to see any woman disrespected. Mm-hmm. But learn from the other movements ahead of time. It's just like this is it when it gets too big and you lose control, then you tend to push people more towards the other side. Right. Then you get a Trump. 
<laughs> yeah. Because they, for every pro, there's a con. So as far extreme as we are getting PC, progressive, whatever you want to call it, is the same way that that other side would say this is the sensitive generation. Mm-hmm. But then when you get that person like me that I feel like I'm caught in the middle, I grew up with people that would say we're too sensitive. But I'm living with people that feel like they're not sensitive enough. So I'm in the middle. It's like I'm taking a backlash from the people that push the sensitivity upon us. Mm-hmm. And then I'm looking at the people that are sensitive. like, yo, sometimes y'all need to shut the fuck up. Right. Mm. Like, because y'all, y'all didn't, you don't want to conversate. You want to argue. You don't want to speak. You want to yell. So yeah. I don't want to hear anything that you're saying. That's why they're voting for Trump. Grabbing by the Facts. pussy means nothing to someone that just sits here and screams like all you, all men do is harass us. Well, shit, since you're going to associate me with the rest of them, since you're going to demean me as a black man against the rest of them, I, well, what else do you want from me? Because I didn't, that's what I was trying to say earlier. I didn't do that. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't do all that. I'm not your uncles that you always try to say everyone has that one uncle. I, no, I didn't. <laughs> I, right. That's what they say with R. Kelly. Everyone has that one uncle that was doing the same thing. Y'all didn't say that. And I saw it was older know. dudes saying that. I was like, no, nigga. <laughs> we, I, I didn't have that uncle. I can't relate. And if we did, I didn't find out about it because my pops took care of that situation. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like for this, it's not what it's going to transform into. We're here. <laughs> this is it. Now, I'm more interested to see what shells they pull out for Harvey because that trial is still coming. At least they got him in the court process. Okay. So I didn't know that they had him set yeah, up. Yeah, they, they got him in the court process. Now, is he going to keep pushing it back? Of course. Of course, yeah. Yes. You know what I'm saying? As long as possible. Can you do a documentary on Harvey? I don't think so, man, because that lawsuit is nasty. But here's but the other part about celebrity that. that's come out that Kells if they do... as much money as Harvey. Absolutely. Oh, not. hell no. Kells no. Kel- Kel- also filed for bankruptcy is from what I understand, like a couple years ago. Yeah, no. Har- Harvey, you know what I'm saying? Harvey owns more than half a house. That's why right. the cease and desist letter didn't mean shit. Right. <laughs> right. You know, so like when, when you don't got it's money like that, you can't fight back. Yeah. And then I with that, it's like... At what point will we become desensitized to all these documentaries about it? Exactly. That's a good question. And, and, and I think it's just going to fluctuate because it's the same way we got desensitized to all the nonsense of violence, whatever, and this is why we get the progressive culture, and that's where it stemmed from, is the same way we're going to become desensitized to this again and go back to that same thing. For every Obama, there's a Trump. Mm. Mm. I got you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Shit yeah. like that. Yeah. Wow. I think we got Don like DeMarco. I think we got like one more documentary before people are like, all right, this is too much. Yeah, yeah, because this one has such a huge impact. Yeah, and then like, six another parts? one is like, shit. Yeah, no, I'm good on that. You gotta let the, you gotta let this docks. one breathe before you do another one. For sure, I think that's a good way to end the shit. Unless y'all got something else y'all want to say. No, I'm good. I I got something I want to say. Okay, I, I want to clarify for all y'all's listeners out there. It seems like every podcast we do. I come in for like the super heavy borderline negative targets. <laughs> I just want to make it clear. We all cool outside of this. Like we, yeah. <laughs> Rez and I actually talk about sports and battle rap and like other stuff. I troll Abe on Twitter whenever I get the opportunity. Yeah. It's not like I'm just here, <laughs> just here just to start some fires and then right. run off. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this damn burned down. Time to go. Like I, I live a regular life too. I'm actually pretty peaceful. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's straight up, man. Straight up, dog. You three for three, though. Yeah, I, man. You got a thousand. Yeah, man. No doubt, man. We definitely appreciate you. Definitely appreciate your input, dog. We'll let these people know where they can find you, so they can uh, bash up your DMs, man. Twitter, plain generic. It'll be DW. Instagram, it'll be Sleep Bueno, my regular page. And I got a photography page for someone trying to get started. It's called Rookie Snapper. Hey. Snapper. I like it. Okay. That's what's up, man. Young Peter Parker. That's a bet, man. Well, hit us up. Sleep Between the Lines, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. 
Let us know what y'all think about this R. Kelly shit or anything else for that matter. Oh, before we get into that, though, I do have a legitimate question for all those lady listeners out there. Can you respond back to them and let us know what black men could do better for all those that feel like they've been cheated by us or we don't defend them? Can you kind of give us tidbits or critiques as far as where we need to go from here and educate us on how to handle the situation to your betterment? I like it. Yeah, I like that question for sure. That's a great question. Yes, for sure. All right, cool. Uh, that, y'all? <laughs> oh, also check out our merch, uh, bits.ly forward slash SBTL store. You will find all my shit. There's nothing else. It's KK signing off. I'm John with J Rock. Young Rez. Speak between the lines. We out of here. One, two. This episode of Speak Between the Lines is brought to you in part by Sweet Health and Kayani. If you're tired of energy drinks that pick you up only to have you crash a few hours later, looking to lower your risk of diabetes or high blood pressure, or just looking to get healthy and supplement your diet, visit sweethealth.kayani.com to check out the dietary supplements that will give you the nutrition you need, reduce inflammation, and enhance your body's ability to perform during exercise. Again, that's sweethealth.kayani.com. The link will be in the description.